Okay, bitch. Detoxing. Starting now. Shed this winter body. Okay, detox. Starting after we finish this Hennessy, bitch. (laughs) Detox time. For real. I got my teas ready. It's all ready, bitch. About to get sexy. Literally. Detox. Cleansing the body. New body be please. Okay. Shit no hoes. Literally. I'm about to be (laughs) cleansed. I'm cleansed. You're Mago 7. Yeah. Which I got all the little flavors too or whatever. Where the fuck is my teas at? I got a lot of shit I want to try that I copped from a black business owner. Ooh, I love it. Soon to come. Shit. Soon to fucking come. Girl, I was just, excuse me, talking about um, black, how it feels so good that, you know, with my friends and family and, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that, where, you know, we do business, like I'll go and, you know, do business with them or go and sell them or, you know, whatever. And then, or I'll, I'll purchase something from them and then they don't end up giving me any money because it's like, well, I want to buy from your business too. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so it's it end up being an exchange, yeah. like it, like it was when you know what I'm saying when they had wooden wheels on wagons. You know what I'm saying? Where it's just be like their marketplace was exchanging shit, trading shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I likes. Yeah, I like that a lot. It's the shit. But I'm glad you got those teas though, because we're gonna need them. Yeah, girl. I'm gonna be. I got a couple different little flavors or whatever, and the bitch showed me on there on the results. She sold me. She had pictures and everything. Okay. She had before and afters. I was like, you know what? Say less. (laughs) Give me that. Give me all of them. (laughs) Give me one in each flavor. Mm -hmm. Give me two in each flavor. Mm -hmm. So after these bottles of Hennessy. (laughs) After these bottles. After these next few bottles of Hennessy. That's okay. We're just going after the next few bottles of Hennessy. We're going to drink that motherfucking Stephanie Frankel skinny girl cocktail. Oh, hell no. Uh-uh, Skinny girl vodka. Yeah. Walking around looking sick, looking like 50 Cent when he was uh <laughs> off, when he was doing that role. With doing that movie for 20 minutes. That never came out. <laughs> <laughs> what movie was that? What was it called? All falls down or pieces fall apart. Or oh, pieces fall down in the part, whatever the <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Big ass, uh, big ass movie, small ass role, something like that. Mm-hmm. Big ass head, small ass body, some some shit. <laughs> but shout out to 50 Cent though. Yeah, friend of the show. In our heads. <laughs> All right. I'm be looking just like that with ass. <laughs> hey, what is it together? Welcome back to Delicate Dominance Podcast <laughs> episode. 61. It's Auto. And Queen P. And we back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We back. We throw. We tossed up and draped, draped up, up and dripped out. Because we can hear y'all. We can hear us. I'm not planning that shit. That shit would be tough. That shit straight. That shit straight <laughs> off the dome. It's <laughs> off the fucking dome. <laughs> y'all dumbasses, but. Yes, I am so happy to be back here with you today for another episode of Bullshit and Shenanigans. Samesies, mama. Samesies, little mama. Uh, I start off with the week with the week's uh, rundown. Okay, let's talk about it. Um, it was a good week. Um, it was a very good week for me. This week, I have uh, been prepping for the event that we had, and some of y'all had to show up because it was a whole banger. Yeah, it was um, the Black Business Expo. Um, it had a great turnout. Um, shout out to McGee Images. It was um, 
person that put it on and they did a good ass job. Yeah. Um Alex was in the building and um hey. did what we were supposed to do. I had my support team with me, which um consisted of Queen P here. Ah, ah. And my um and my sis. And you know, we did our thing and it was it was beautiful. I learned some things, you know, picked up some stuff because that's what I try to do. When I go to these events, pick up a little something that I can use for myself, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I picked up some things. Um, but yeah, the the event was fun. It was a it was a lot of vendors, you know what I'm saying? A variety of nice vendors. And um and what else? The music was good. Yeah. And they had entertainment too. Yeah, definitely. Performers, spoken word, poet poetry. Why can I talk today? <laughs> poetry. Spoken word, couple raps. Was it a singer there? No, I want no singers. Mm, nah. Okay, yeah, uh-huh. no, nah, I want no singers. But yeah, definitely a couple of little dope performances or whatever. Shouts out to the performers as well as the vendors. I was in attendance and very proud of you. And you, you moving forward with your business. And it was just a joy to see you as well, uh, you know, all the other black business owners. I'm a little fucked up right now, so <laughs> I may be slurring a little bit, but y'all get what I'm saying. Black business owners, two fists in the air. I love it. Huh. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate you for um, always showing up for me. I'm not turning up for my bitch. I'm turning up for my bitch. Every time. Okay. Every time. I was so mad though because um, before you get, I told you the music was cranking. Mm-hmm. They had played. Mm-hmm. They're my best friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, that just made me think of you. Oh, my goodness. You don't got to show up for Bitch, I love my bitch. I'm just seeing my bitch. You know what I'm saying? You know, you the Miami to my JT. <laughs> <laughs> you city to my girl. Okay. Oh, no, for real. It was very nicely, well put together event. You know, it wasn't no bullshit. It wasn't any like crazy disorganization. Everybody showed up, showed love, supporting everybody, laughing together, just loving on each other, supporting each other. You don't have to worry about no bitches giving you no crazy looks or no niggas being on no weirdo shit, you know? Mm-hmm. It, I just love those type of vibes. So. Right, yeah, definitely, definitely a good event. So yeah, shouts out to McGee Images again, and um, yeah, definitely looking forward to the next one. Same, me as well. Mm-hmm. We'll be there with bells on. Oh, but I do want to discuss the minor crisis that I had. Bitch, I was determined to find my Alux T-shirt. And I don't give a fuck what nobody got to say, bitch. And you did that. <laughs> I did that. And you did that. So I had like a like a I was like okay I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw on my A lug shirt or whatever like that some mm-hmm. leggings with you up or whatever. Bitch put on my leggings couldn't find my A lug shirt I'm like where the fuck is my shirt I'm like fuck it I'm gonna call Lena she might have extra or something like laying around or some shit like that or she might have one at the house or something I might swing by that bitch and just go get it because you know what I'm saying my auntie probably here you know what I'm saying something like that but man I thought that you would have extra t shirt I'm salty as fuck I'm like fuck I need to find this shirt and I was like. Man, I'm about to draw a loves on a on t shirt with a sharpie. Fuck it, let's go. Uh, we rapping, but and I end up finding it. So crisis averted. Thank goodness. And mm-hmm. and that was that was plan A because plan B, oh girl, at the event, not even knowing that that I was looking for another shirt at that moment was like I could make you another shirt like that right there, right now. right now. Say less, sis. Mm-hmm. But we didn't have to utilize that option. But thank goodness she was there, and we do plan to highlight her. Here because she was really cool. Yes, none of our black businesses to come for sure. Yeah, man. 
But yeah. So yeah, pretty good week there. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed my week as well. Of course, spending time with you at the Black Business Expo. I am fucked up. The Black Business Expo was very fun. It was one of my highlights for sure. Um, I also was uh, basking and embracing in some Black Excellence at Starters Bar and Grill. Okay, Black Excellence. <laughs> um, these niggas was off the hook. Um, it's the new Starters in Southfield. If y'all not hip or if y'all not from Michigan, um, shit, Starters got a new spot, new locale mm. um, in Southfield or whatever. And for whatever reason, these geniuses like to put shit that don't need to be in plazas in plazas. Like a place like Starters and shit, like you know that shit is going to bang. We got there, whatever. I was with my homegirl, Nish. Shout out to Nisha. Hey, girl. And, um, you know, we just got there, whatever. Shit. Bitch, we trying to get a motherfucking salad and some chicken and have a couple of drinks. We weren't expecting a whole party. First of all, it was an hour wait to get in that bitch. Mm-hmm. Let's start there. Mm-hmm. Put our name on a list or whatever. Came in there, bitch. Just all types of <laughs> celebratory spirits and shots being thrown in the air or whatever. These niggas in there ballrooming. Hustling, we being solicited by females trying to give us away to their cousins because them niggas got money, supposedly. <laughs> but it was a good time. Um, shouts out to the waitress, too, that brought us that strong ass fucking Long Island that put my homegirl on her ass. That strong island. Yes, girl. She was very upset and really wanted to know what the fuck they put in this drink because, sis, you you trying to have us out here fucked up like we ain't got to drive home. We, we got to go. We got shit to do, but. Show me our seven shit. For real. <laughs> Niggas quick to get roofied at bar seven. Oops, sorry. Oops. Oops. We love y'all bar seven for real. When we, we not get to, roofied. Yeah, we not get roofied. We have some good times there, but <laughs> we have some questionable times there. We have some roofy times. Yeah, fucked up times. I don't know what happened, but yeah, it was definitely a good time. Um, everybody was cool there. Atmosphere was mm-hmm. uh good. Everybody was partying, having a good time. I just wasn't expecting that from starters. Like these niggas. Hustling, ballrooming, and shit. Like mind you, right. it's starters. These niggas have no dance floor. And it's a little ass starters. It's that. a little ass starters, and it's like y'all made a dance floor out of what? <laughs> like, how are y'all all ballrooming right now in starters? But yeah, it was a real good time, and um, yeah, I just look forward to like doing more things now that the war is opening back up, and it's not so just you know. Right. I mean, it's still, but it's not you know, because right. um, our cases is going up, but. Oddly enough, Texas cases are going down. Really? With they open asses. Like, what's happening? But yeah. vaccines getting up in there. Yeah, shouts out to them. But yeah, I had a pretty good week. A lot of reflection and thinking or whatever. Um, I was kind of saddened and just kind of down and depressed a little bit uh, this week. You know, when they were discussing like the shootings in Virginia Beach and Colorado and shit like that, that just kind of had me down. And like, just all the shit that's been going on at the spas, uh, you know, with them targeting Asian, you know, Korean people. I just yeah. wasn't really feeling that. So I kind of had to break away from the news, but, you know, definitely prayers up to, like, those families, uh, you know, those who lost loved ones and everything. But I had to kind of just decompress and get away from the news after I just kept hearing about this shit over and over again, you know. Yeah. But uh, definitely prayers up. But, you know, other than a lot of, uh, you know, sad things in the news, I had a decent week. So, yeah. Good to hear, baby. Good yes, to hear. yes, yes, yes. Um, so what are we going to talk about this week? Well, let's get into why we bothered. Okay. A lot of bothersome things that happened this week. It always is. Oh, gosh. What? What's that? Because this, 
this one is yeah. a damn doozy. Yeah, so are we in time or did we miss a week? We did, we did. This was kind of going on last week or whatever. It's still little talks about it or whatever, but fuck this shit. I want to discuss it. I'm glad it's been a week because I let it marinate. Nah, I got something solid I can say about it. Motherfucking Derek Jackson. How fucking dare you, you little bitch? Like, Derek Jackson with an ex. Who the mm-hmm. hell do you think you are? With an ex, like an ex husband. <laughs> like, what a weak ass nigga, first of all. Period. Like, end of story, in, in the statement right there. Now, the next topic is what? Okay. <laughs> that's it. Point blank. Period. Because just ew. First of all, first of all, excuse me, but my opinion, he looked like a weak ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you look quite meager. But second, how dare you do that to that lady? You know, it's yeah, it's very very unfortunate, especially for a nigga to call himself a relationship guru. Derek Jackson with an ex. You you, <laughs> you know you fucked up, right? You, you know you done fucked up. Because if your whole spiel is you being a relationship guru and berating and belittling niggas that cheat on their black, beautiful queens, and here you are giving this advice in the midst of you fucking around on your queen, Conte, pull all that nigga books off the shelves. It's over. Take the nigga shit off Amazon. That nigga's probably, that shit, that nigga shit is on self Amazon probably for 99 cents right now. Because n- nobody's, nobody's doing that. Nobody's doing it anymore. You a hypocrite. And you just got everybody out here looking fucked up. Right. And it's like, we can't even have your back the way we want to because, one, the fact that you was out here giving all this relationship advice, and then, two, how you fucking handling it, how you handled it when you got caught. Right. Why the fuck is the wife involved in your rebuttal videos, period? Why? Why is she there? And why does it look so cringy? Because, first of all, she looked crazy as fuck. Then you sitting there holding her hand for dear fucking life. It's probably squeezing it like right here. They talk now. Talk right. now. Look now. Look look now. Like, sus, what the fuck is going on? And it's just with so much damage damage control and so much just him talking about what the issue was and what he did and explaining the timeline and shit. None of that shit is important. All that shit is irrelevant to the actual situation. You know, it just seemed more like you concerned about saving your image and your career than your marriage. Exactly. That's what the real bothersome part is about it and you gonna have her on here one to catch strays and catch bullets and shit and take some of the heat off of you and then you gonna have her on there looking fucked up right on top of all that it, it looked like she, he he was like <clears throat> baby get ready what my hair isn't even i don't care what you put on get ready now bitch couldn't even put on a bra bitch ain't have on no bra <laughs> like she, she didn't even have time to get halfway decent then she talk about some this this her war outfit or some shit like that. She was saying, "Bitch, don't try to spend it. You look fucking crazy," and it's just like she looked crazier and crazier the more and more videos she posted. Mm-hmm. Bitch, take that bonnet off. Was it a bonnet or was it a beret? It was a bonnet. I don't know what the bean. fuck it was. <laughs> no, them niggas had me cracking up to my some. <laughs> they gonna put up there to my bonnet and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> That's the comments too. Talk about some see. This one nigga was always in the car. He's outside the side bitch house. We never even paid attention. We wasn't looking. <laughs> like, no, no, he was seriously. Yeah. The videos that he did was literally in the car. Out, mm-hmm. No, outside his side. Outside, outside of bitch house. Yes. Like we wasn't paying no attention. We wasn't paying no attention. We wasn't even thinking. We just thought this nigga just was in the car because it gave good acoustics or some shit. We don't know. We wasn't. We, we didn't put the shit together, but it just all started to come together. It made sense. <laughs> Do they have kids? Now that I'm not sure of. 
because he just not showing this bitch. Who's who's who? Who knows? I heard something like I want to say that they don't have kids. I don't know, but the nigga got a car seat. <laughs> I could be wrong. He could have kids. But I, heard, I thought I heard something like that. Now is they hers or do they belong to one of the side bitches? The car seat. The, the kids. If, if there's any, they would have been the wives. Is what I was hearing. He, Mm-hmm. Allegedly, allegedly. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't dig that deep into the back history because I was just so fucking flabbergasted. Because the sickest part about it is the shit that he said still applies. It's just coming from him is hypocritical and it loses some of its, you know, strength and some of its validity. Because it's like, nigga, you saying all of this shit and a lot of it should be applied to life. Like, you should treat your woman a certain way. You should be held accountable, X, Y, and Z, all the other shit that he was spitting. But hearing that come from you, it just makes it sound so fucking fucked up. I don't know. Like, it's it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You done did books, podcasts, interviews, posts. You've been on BBC, mm-hmm. featured in the fucking New York Post. Like, all types of shit going on right now. That's crazy. And this is not even, like, good publicity for you. Like, this is just something to... Yeah, getting your name out there, but it's getting your no, name out there for up. a fucked no, up reason. Is fucked up. Yeah. So your whole career is fucked up. I don't trust them slick ass dark skin niggas. Man. And that's what he was, a slick ass dark skin nigga. Oh my goodness. This shit is a mess. And then shouts out mess. Shouts out to uh, what's the what's the side bitch name that uh, exposed what was her name? Candace or some shit? Uh-huh. Man. Girl. And Expose. It, they keep reducing uh not reducing uh they keep producing more and more videos and he keep burying himself more and more you know what i'm saying exactly. so then you bring the radio with the wife out and you make yourself look dumb as hell then you bring the apology video video out and the side chick fucking house in the background and then you bring another video out and you fucking we're talking to yourself about your about your video in a third person yeah you did a reaction video to your video who the fuck does that? Nuts. Who does that? Nuts. Who does that? Then that nigga trying to make light in the comments and say Joker um go tag his uh wife in the picture, talk about some um uh Danea, if you need help, blink twice. <laughs> LOL. Like, no nigga, this ain't nothing you can spin. Like you, you can't make light of the situation. <laughs> Just don't do it. It's cringy, it's weird, and it's not working. So damn, that's fucked up. The thing is that we'll respect you more. I think his best bet would have been to come out by himself. Don't even include the wife. Sit in the back with beret, army fatigue on, and two saxophones, looking like a fucking jazz a jazz player, looking goofy as hell. Shit, bitch. You think you right? You think you BB King, bitch? This ain't BB King House of Blues. Why the fuck is two saxophones there? Like, bitch, you about to play us a fucking uh, a chord? You're like, what you about? To, you about to play us a jam? What's going on, bitch? But. You should have just came out like a real nigga and just said, damn, you know what I'm saying? I fucked up. I know y'all be watching me and follow a lot of things that I say. I still stand by that shit, but, you know, nigga backslid. A nigga had his own indiscretions. I stepped out on my marriage and just kind of left it at that. All these reaction videos to the reaction videos to the videos to the apology. Putting her on here, talking about some she a warrior and she been through the trenches. Telling people that you gave your life to God and then it went to shit. Like, you gonna blame God, your wife, the critics. The circumstances, the side bitch, you blame everybody but you. But Jackson with an ex. Jackson, like, what? Yeah, he just. I guess they call him, they're what 
the consensus is that he's a narcissist. Yeah. I, I felt that way about the reaction video to his own video. Who does that? <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he really was serious about it. Yeah. So that's like the little Duval. He's having the time of his life with this situation. Because wow. he was one of the ones that spoke out against like a while ago. Uh, yeah, like cheating and shit like that. You know, he had um kind of gave Charlemagne like tips and pointers and things about cheating on their black queens when he was on Charlemagne's podcast. Mm. You know, he just kind of was that nigga to do that to people. But Duval is having the time of his fucking life, and I can't even say I'm mad at him. But why is Duval? Why though? Because he, because he, you know, he was um making comments and you know saying shit to Duval about cheating and everything. Oh, like that. you said Derrick Jackson was. Yeah. Oh, okay. Duval is like having a good time with this. Uh-huh. But nigga, save your marriage. Put your career on hold. Take a beat. Get the fuck off social media because that's just not helping you none. And try to get something else in the you know as far as business because your time as a relationship guru is over you're done you can slam the book on that shit stick a fork in it tear up the book stop the press on the book yeah no. get him the fuck out of here yeah. he's done Sudden. yeah but prayers up to sis she got on there looking and talking a hot mess and I just really wanted her to do something with her hair. Since we, hope, <laughs> we hope you get a healer. Yeah, get healing, get a stylist, and get spiritual guidance. <laughs> get a stylist. Cause that's some real shit though, like nigga, for real. And 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 I'm not a glamazon ass type bitch or whatever like that. Like I like being cute or whatever. And it's really not even about that. Cause the girl is really pretty, honestly. The girl is gorgeous. Like you know what I'm saying, as far as face wise and shit, but. Your nigga's a relationship guru and it's heavy on social media. You got to know that they're going to eat this bitch alive. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's why I think yeah. you kind of put her on there on some human shield type shit and had her on there purposely looking fucked up. You know that they mm. are going to talk shit about her if she get on social media looking like that. To So far to the point of where these niggas is telling like, damn, bitch, that's how you be looking every day. No wonder he cheated on your dumb ass. You know what I'm saying? Got people saying shit like that when that may not be the case. Like, she's not a bad looking female at all. But... For you to come on social media looking like that, with your nigga being a social media nigga and in the public eye, you knew better. Y'all both knew better. Mm. Now, what were y'all thinking? What were y'all thinking? Sus. You ain't even had to put on the wig, lashes, and shit like that. Bitch, come here. Put it in the ponytail. Something. Take that punk-ass beret off and them damn army fatigue clothes on. Like, what's, what's going on? Looking like you about to go to the gas station right quick. <laughs> like, stop okay. playing with me. And pump. Everybody's gas. Everyone's gas for change. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, not the Obama kind. <laughs> jingle, jingle. But you know, I um, I kind of, and I'm saying this. I don't mean to say this um to belittle her or you know what I'm saying damage her and you know what I'm saying no type of way. But I think that he picked her. On purpose, you know what I mean? To have it to hold, mm-hmm. to be with, because mm-hmm. he knew that it was certain shit that he could get away with. You know what I'm saying? Because it, I just don't understand why someone in their right mind would stick around, and you know what I'm saying through this shit. But her, her, and not even just stick around because it is some people that will stick around. But her response to it is just kind of not. Mm-hmm. Same, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Even if this is, even if this is your husband, you like, you know what? Yeah, he wrong. It's two left feet, but I'm a ride with him. Right. It's still not a 
same response. You know what I'm saying? And I know it might, I don't know. I feel like you, you, you are a little bit saying, and there's some feeling there because the, yo, your demeanor on a video, you knew it was some bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Right. She knew it was. On the video, her demeanor was just, it was so, whatever, you lying ass nigga. I hope they can see right through this shit. Mm-hmm. So. Man, you just uh, hit a nerve right there because niggas picking bitches for certain reasons as far as what they can get away with and what they can do is a whole deeper conversation, okay, that we can't even get into right now. Right. But that is a conversation to be had. Like Malcolm and uh Marie, was it Malcolm and Marie? Mm. Did you, did you see yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. He a few of his exes was drug addicts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So he had yeah that type that that hero complex type thing going mm-hmm. on. Yeah, yeah. And their conversation and everything and their dynamic was very deep. So I, I'm really wanting to get into the male psyche as far as choosing quote unquote females. You know, like that is definitely a conversation to be had in the future, but. I just, I feel for sis. I'm, you know, praying that sis finds healing and gets over this. Because not only you got to deal with the trauma of your nigga cheating on you, you got to deal with it all over again with him being exposed for it and just having to relive the shit all over again in the public eye in front of millions of people on social media and on the internet where it's not going anywhere. It's going to be on record forever. Right. Nut shit. But yeah, definitely. Press everyone involved. Look, I don't know what to say. Press to everyone. Ex- no, I was gonna say except Derek Jackson, but that's not fair. Press to him too, because he no, probably no, 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 no. he needs no, the prayers no. more than anybody. Yeah, because you know, truth of the matter is, we on his ass for being a hypocrite. But all y'all niggas be cheating. Fuck y'all. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We not about to sit there and let y'all niggas off the hook either. All these reformed ass niggas. I ain't cheated in four years, five years. I ain't cheated in six months. Why are you saying? talking about Charlemagne like that? I mean, you know, if the shoe fits, you know, and I love Charlemagne, but nigga, you too. Because, you know, a nigga, if this was like a regular ass nigga that wasn't a relationship guru and didn't have a bunch of bitches on his side, y'all would be caping for that nigga on some black man don't cheat type shit. Like how y'all do for all these other bum ass Tristan Thomas head ass niggas. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like if he can, you know, get his shit together be right, do right by his queen or whatever like that. He can get forgiven like some of these other bum-ass niggas that serial cheaters and shit. Offset, all these other niggas that y'all be giving the grace to and shit. You know, whatever. <laughs> you just niggas, you can't be doing no more relationship advice because you're done as far as that aspect goes. But you know, all these other niggas like, we, we be forgiving these niggas for doing shit far worse. So, what's up? <laughs> I mean, he did what he did. It's fucked up. He's no longer the relationship guru, but you know, that's what it is. Fucking. Fucking. So I don't think we forgot about you niggas just because y'all ain't in the spotlight right now. Is all I'm saying. But we still love y'all. Love y'all black kings. Uh-uh, you stupid. But yeah, that shit just, that, that shit just kind of, we had to talk about that because that kind of just took over the fucking media this week. And it was, it was unavoidable. Yeah. And I've watched a lot of his videos and have really just, you know. Before, prior to this? Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes. I've watched Derek Jackson's videos and just like, oh, okay, yep, I feel what you're saying. Yep, yep, yep. But I'm not going to lie, there's something about a nigga that is just not a hint. You know, 
fucked up as far as you know uh-huh. like you just tell me that your whole relationship you know it's perfect yeah like your whole relationship track record ain't no blemishes on it you know what i'm saying uh-huh. so it was something like that but that don't take away from some of the shit that he was spitting as facts like as far as how females should be treated and accountability and all that shit and even on the female side like we should take accountability as well you know i'm not excluding females out of this shit we just talking about Derek jackson right now but you know as far as the whole relationship guru shit and you trying to be little niggas for doing the same exact shit that you're doing while you're doing it literally actively yeah, yeah. that was it for me but yeah so wish she was a little smarter too nigga you got caught up like that you let a bitch get you on film. You said, "Wish he was a little smarter." Wish he was a little smarter. Oh, girl, he ain't smart at all. You let a bitch get you on. <laughs> Woo! Here we go. Um, fuck Derek Jackson. <laughs> That's what I would say. Fuck you, nigga, lying ass. <clears throat> you almost made me throw up just now. <laughs> lying ass, stupid ass, lying bitch. <laughs> nah. As a company record label. And as a relationship crew. guru, and as a motherfucking crew, fuck you, <laughs> doing that poor girl like that, like your shit don't stay. But you know what? You had to do that poor girl like that, cause ain't no real bitch gonna want your lame ass. I can see that shit through the fucking computer screen. How lame your ass is, oozing with lameness. <laughs> you had to get a lame bitch to do that shit too. Yeah. Fuck you again, just in case you missed the first one. A double fuck. Got it. Cause your narcissistic ass probably is going around listening to all this shit with these motherfuckers talking about you. <laughs> so just in case you thought something else is still a strong fuck you over here. Okay. Big fuck you. Two middle fingers. Sickest dicks. Baby dicks. Grown dicks. Medium dicks. Not baby dicks. Fuck you. Lot of dicks, but <laughs> yeah. Paul. What's her name? Denia, Denasia, Denial. You said Denia, but it was funny because they were saying when they found out, it was like, oh, it's Denia. That's funny. <laughs> a Denia. <laughs> she said, I think she said Denia, though, but Denia is hilarious. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Denial. But, yeah, but. Best of luck to you guys. I hope God blesses you both yeah. uh, on your journey to greatness, yeah. to perfection, I say. Yeah. Maybe he could write a book about being a cheating ass nigga now. Like, I don't know. Think that would sell? No, he already wrote that book. He just wrote it from the opposite side, from the judgy wedgy side. Yeah, he gonna write the he gonna write the cheating ass nigga as a in a perspective from a cheating ass nigga this time. Part part the part two. It was already from the perspective of a cheating ass nigga. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, okay. Admit it, cheating ass nigga. (laughs) Okay. Fuck him. Yeah, well, on to our next breakup. (laughs) (laughs) New worry and (laughs) mouth. But, man, motherfucking Joe podcast. What the fuck is going on over there at the motherfucking JB Network? Joe Button, we love y'all. Y'all got to come together and figure this shit out for real. Whose fault was it? Man, uh-uh. whose fault was it? One word. I gotta give it Two to Joe. Else. I gotta give it to it Joe. It was Joe's fault. I, I gotta give it to Joe. I gotta give it to Joe because it just is always Joe's fault. <laughs> like I don't know. Like, and I fuck with Joe Button, but if you 
are constantly treating niggas like little niggas, they're going to eventually get tired of that shit. And it's going to make other issues come up. Like, oh, nigga, you talking to me crazy. Matter of fact, I don't even make enough around this bitch for you to talk to me crazy. Matter of fact, you don't really see my contributions to this podcast for you to be talking to me crazy like that. Matter of fact, nigga, you know what I'm saying? It's just so many tensions and shit like that that I feel like be built up just based on how Joe Button is uh-huh. it just feel like all of this shit just came up out of nowhere so i do feel like they may have a issue with what they being paid an issue with the podcast format itself and all of that just kind of just comes up especially when we're talking about male ego so i am putting majority of the blame on joe even though you know joe got some niggas riding for him like don't blame joe it's not joe for it but nigga as history would have it i don't know I blame Rory. <laughs> I blame Rory. Not Rory. Why you blame Rory? <laughs> because because he's the one that bossed up. You know what I'm saying? And I understand because Joe does talk to them fucked up. And he always have. You know what I'm saying? He always mm-hmm. kind of peon them niggas, you know? Mm-hmm. But um, first of all, Rory, you letting your, you letting your feelings get the best of you. you feelings. So deep. Sorry. He was deep as fucking in his feelings. You know what I'm saying? And he let that shit get the best of him on air. You know what I'm saying? If you got grievances and shit, okay, cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you kind of let that out on air. You know what I'm saying? He let He's the one that let the shit slip out a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Where we could kind of get a little glimmer into what's going on. So I blame him because he, you know, he should have had his feelings more in check. You know what I'm saying? Where that shit didn't come out on the air like it did. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then not even that. It's still like you wouldn't, you probably, you would not be where you are right now if it wasn't for Joe Button. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If it wasn't for this podcast, definitely, it's not the Joe Button and Rory show. It's the Joe Button podcast. Right. You know? So, and I understand. I know where he's coming from. Cause I've been there. You know what I'm saying? You came up under somebody. You um and you feel like I you done put in your just do and now it's time for you to get yours. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not the little nigga no more. You can't sub me no more because I done put in just as much work as you. But you haven't. You know what I'm saying? Facts. You haven't. You still are riding off his name and you kind of have to go according to that. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is, nigga. You're not as big as your buddy. You wouldn't wear be where you are. If it wasn't for him, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that nigga might be sunny you on air, but that nigga been sunny you from the beginning. But now, since you feel like you're getting a certain level of, of notoriety, mm-hmm. nigga, you ain't about to be talking to me like that on air. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, I think Rory got like a little bit too big for his britches. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely an interesting take. And with that, he, as well as Ma, you know, they kind of, since they have established, you know, a bit of a, you know, liking as far as the audience, liking the dynamic with them or whatever. Despite what a lot of people say, he will have a small leg to stand on as far as that. You know what I mean? Like, okay, if you have an issue with the way Joe Budden talks to you and shit like that, yeah, it won't bother you as much if you feel like okay i'm a little nigga i ain't really contributing nothing i'm just just happy to be here you know but if you get to a point where like damn i know that i contribute something to this podcast despite not having your own shit going on as you should but you do know that you 
come here every podcast on time with bells on and able to sit there three hours, provide sleepers, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that, you know that you can, you know, possibly like get to a point where it's like, all right, I'm sick of this shit now. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know that I do contribute something to this shit, so don't be talking to me like that. Now, where he did fuck up is you shouldn't be allowing a nigga to talk to you crazy, period. And this is just on a friend aspect. It's just uh, a friend level. This is some shit that you should nip in the butt before it even get to this point. So I will fought him for that. I've always thought that y'all talk to him. I've thought stuff. that, yeah, he be talking to them crazy as fuck. He get loud. He tell niggas to shut the fuck, shut up. The fuck up. He call niggas losers, dumbass. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, he talk crazy. So I feel like he fucked up. Whereas, nigga, you got to establish yourself as a man and put your foot down before it even get to this point. But whenever you grow your pair of balls is when you grow them. A nigga ain't supposed to be talking to you crazy and disrespecting you. And if you feel like you're being disrespected, I mean, better late than never, but never late is better. You know what I'm saying? So if you felt like Joe is talking to him crazy in the story, point blank, period, that's going to be an issue. But he also fucked up where you got to let it get to a point to where Joe, the listeners, uh, the people on YouTube, people in the comments on Reddit and shit like that. Is peeping it before y'all fully realize it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or before y'all are able to nip it in the bud. So now that you see him comment after comment after comment after comment, now you got to force Joe to, you know what I'm saying, throw his trump card down and really play the I'm the lead nigga role. And like, okay, you take time off, you take time off. I'm suspending y'all niggas like junior high students. Have a good night. Have a good day. I just didn't understand the suspension. Girl, put them niggas ass on administrative leave, Okay. <laughs> Got the ass the fuck up out of here. And then I guess Maul just took his L on default. Like, I'm going to stand up for that nigga, Rory. You know what I'm saying? Like, And I think that, I don't even think, I mean, he was standing up for Rory, essentially. But I don't think that he was standing up for Rory. I think he was just standing up for principle. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't little nigga this nigga tell him to take time off and shit like that. Like, you his father or some shit. Like, hey, go cool out. Go sit in the corner. You know what I'm saying, nigga? You, you need a time out, you know? So I think that's really what Ma's stand was. And he's like, fuck it, I'm going to take some time off too. You know what I'm saying? You want that type of shit. But, uh, which is, you know, upstanding. I could definitely, you know, I could dig that. I like that he took a stand on that. But it's Joe that gets shit to this point. You know? If you didn't talk to niggas crazy, if you wasn't the wild ass, just out of fucking pocket ass nigga that you always was, I don't really think that he would get to a point where he on air looking like he about to fucking explode and shoot that bitch up. Or he don't say little shit like, nigga, let's fight and we not friends on air. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It don't get to that point. Y'all can talk outside of the podcast and it's that space open because you feel like, okay, I'm dealing with a nigga that's logical. I'm dealing with a nigga that I can talk to. Joe Button just not that nigga that you can just talk to and bring your problems. You know what I'm saying? It don't Dude, seem like... Here we go. That's right. He's not that nigga. You know what I'm saying? Just like, um, I know if I wanted to, you know, go to the club before eight or something, you're not that bitch where we going to make that. You know what I'm saying? Right. Or if you wanted to go somewhere and we had to be there at one at night, you know, I might not be that bitch because I'd be sleeping to you. Right. You know, you know who your friends are. You know who you're fucking with. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you know the type of nigga that Joe is. You've been dealing with him all this time. He ain't just started being this unmanageable as a logical person. Mm-hmm. He's been illogical, you know? Yeah. So 
I don't blame Joe for being Joe. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Do you blame Joe for being Joe? Oh, never. I'm never going to blame Joe for being Joe. Keep being Joe. We like it when you, you know, pop your shit over there like that. But respect is non-negotiable. We not about to sit up there and talk shit and be talking to me crazy and me t- t- talking to me crazy and belittling me like I'm a little ass fucking kid. I don't give a fuck how irrational you are. Respect is non-negotiable, but respect is kind of like money. You know what I'm saying? If I um short your ass five dollars off a register one day and then the next day you come back to my house, hey, where my fuck with five dollars? It's over for that. You know what I'm saying? Like you didn't get it when it was time. You're not getting it now. You know what I'm saying? He let his respect go. You know, when you start letting that nigga talk to you like that, you don't come back afterwards like, hey, you know what? I think I don't enjoy being talked. I mean, you would like to, but shit, that's not how the shit work. You don't, you don't show uh, your car one time and then after that, that's it. You know what I'm saying? No, you, you're permanently stuck with that. You know what I'm saying? So as a man, as a man, you don't let niggas talk to you crazy. Period. period exactly. From the jump. Right. You know what I'm saying? And and you don't. But if you happen to be one of those niggas that don't have the cojones and gross of cojones, whether it be because of your notoriety, because you feel like you, you know what I'm saying, bring something and you contributed something, or whatever it may be, you continue to let the shit go down or do you address it? No, you address it for sure, but he addressed it. He addressed it trash. Yeah, of course. But I'm saying, but, but you address it, but whatever happens is your fault because oh, you yeah, type of nigga this was. Of course, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Definitely his fault for letting the shit go on as as long as it did. But whenever you get them balls to say something or whatever, you're not gonna have the balls and then still let it go unnoticed or untouched or not say anything about it. You're gonna eventually say something about it, whether it be two years later, three years later. You're gonna eventually say something. Now it's your fault for letting it go on this long. Yeah, of course, but. That nigga got fed the fuck up like how normal people do. Like how niggas do. Niggas get fed the fuck up and they finally say some shit. Now definitely you should have been said something. But since you didn't, here we are. And you let that shit get you to the point to where you boiling over. It started to appear to everybody. It started to become blatant. And that's just what it was. But a nigga not gonna just keep constantly, constantly letting shit ride and letting shit ride. Like you've been at a point where you let shit ride and then finally you just got sick of the shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe not to this level, to this scale, but it's definitely been shit. Because I've done that. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, nah, fuck that shit. Like, I'm tired of this bitch-ass nigga. Or I'm tired of this bitch talking shit. You know what I'm saying? I'll cuss this whole the fuck out. And you just let it ride because you ain't want to deal with it or whatever. But you got sick of the shit. And I think that's just where he got at this point. You know? With and- certain things, though. Like, I don't think I've been there, there with a friend. You know what I'm saying? And I know... For- Friends and business can be like oil and water. Mm-hmm. You know, they can just not mix together very well. Yeah. But I don't think I've had no friend that I've had to remind like that, that you don't talk to me this way. You know what I'm saying? Well, Joe is not a normal nigga. You know what I'm saying? We know we're talking about a different specimen which, of man. Which is why I keep <laughs> pulling all the blame back to Rory ass. You know what I'm saying? Because you... Back then, when you was just little old Rory or Rory, whatever your last name is, and you wasn't shit, when you know you started doing this thing with Joe, you you found out who Joe was. It was okay then, you know what I'm saying? Because you just wanted to be in the space, you wanted to be around. Mm-hmm. You know? But now, since you think that you're bigger now, you kind of look crazy. You know what I'm saying? Well, you look crazy to me. He don't look crazy to me, but. It looks like it's your fault, you know. Yeah. It, it's not. I'm not gonna say it's not a lot of people, but 
I'm sure it's the people out there that's like, yeah, Rory, you're, you don't have to take that shit. You know what I'm saying? But I know it's a lot of people like, Rory, you done fucked up the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it just depends on what leg you stand on. Like, I'm holding accountability to both of them personally just because, like, we know Joe going to be Joe and shit, but we not going to just sit up there and be cool with disrespecting and belittling and yelling at niggas and shit just because, oh, hey, it's just Joe. You wouldn't let a bitch on the street get away with that. You wouldn't let a bitch that you know get away with that. You wouldn't let a family member get away with that. This nigga's not no different. I don't give a fuck how long this nigga done been like this, you know? Yeah, but shit, Rory let him, let him get away with it. Shit, so I mean, yeah, so who, yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm just speaking upon, you know what I'm saying, normal people. Yeah. You know if, if he don't give a fuck, why we should give a fuck about, you know? Yeah. No, I mean, well, we not as vested as him because it's his situation, but I'm just saying as far as accountability on both sides, you know, but when I think of Joe Budden and his relationships with people in general, his relationships, you know, uh, with like Harry, you know, Kaylin, relationship with Complex, you know what I'm saying, relationship with fucking like Rosenberg and all these other niggas that he didn't have interviews with, he didn't have turmoil with pretty much everybody he ever didn't come in contact with, you know? Mm-hmm. It's just this nigga talking to niggas crazy and driving niggas to that point. Because if Joe Button is not on that rowdy ass disrespectful shit, it's not even a conversation at this point. You know what I'm saying? It's not even a show at this point. <laughs> what you mean? It, we wouldn't be talking about Joe if he wasn't that. That. You know what I mean? I mean, the disrespectful part, we could definitely do without. Like, I ain't never got off on niggas being disrespected. I don't give a fuck what's going on. The show is entertaining without all that. I'm talking about simply a respect point of view. Him yelling and being passionate about hip hop, of course, because that is the essence of Joe as well. But I'm talking about him belittling niggas, calling niggas losers and shit like that. Yeah, the show will still be lit without that. He ain't got to do that for me personally, you know? I'm talking that's about that Joe, aspect. Though. That's Joe. You know, that's what I mean. You know what I'm saying? You could take Dashiki out the hood, but you can't take the hood niggas out Dashiki. Well, it ain't too late to reevaluate that because that ain't what's up. That shit no, I'm not, I'm not saying it's what's up at all. I'm just saying we talking about... Uh, stuck in stuck in his ways, old ass nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, 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 that part has always been cringy for me. When he get to yelling and calling them niggas dumbasses and losers and telling them to shut the fuck up, all aggressive and shit like that. Like that shit is only what's up when he just talking in general. Like everybody shut the fuck up, whatever. When you directly talking to a grown ass man and telling them to shut the fuck up or calling him a loser or a dumbass or anything like that. That shit is cringy to hear a grown-ass man talking to another grown-ass man like that. I don't get off on that shit. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't I, that shit is cringy to me. But that's that. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I just stand behind. That's that other grown man's fault because you, you, Joe didn't talk like that to Wayno. He didn't talk like that to uh, fucking Star. We was on the show with Star. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He know who... Niggas know who to do to that the, shit to. to, the to test. You know what I'm saying? To, right. So... That bring me back to the point of him nipping it in the bud early. You know what I'm saying? That definitely bring me back to that point. Because, yes, that part of him allowing that nigga to get that shit and say that shit and be like that for so long, yes, that part is his fault. But, nigga, you, you didn't do it. Now here we are. You know what I'm saying? Now I got an issue with it. What's up? What we doing? You know what I'm saying? So I still think that even with all that, it's some shit within Joe Button that he needs to reevaluate. I'm just putting that out there like that is joe button but that might be one of the things that he might need to look into kind of adjusting you know because that that shit not what's up at all it's just my own personal opinion you know like they both got accountability as far as the situation itself and it blowing up again to this point but 
and nigga be like a ticking time bomb and shit, you know. And then there's other shit that's supposedly going on with the business aspect and him doing deals and getting deals and then wanting more money and shit. I didn't know any of that was going on until, you know, I kind of was doing a little bit more digging and listening to their post episodes after Rory and Maul left. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, it might, may or may not be some money shit involved with that too. But yeah, nigga, disrespected niggas, that's just not, no. I, I, I'm never going to be able to get with that. Mm-mm. Nope. Well, we I both have part. I mean, I was gonna say I don't want to say I can get with it, but don't don't be a target. <laughs> don't be a fucking don't target. Don't be a target, especially when you when you see a fucking bull. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Don't be no fucking target because they gonna prey on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They um. I didn't know that people, well, I guess I kind of did know this, but I didn't know that they read and were so invested in the comments the way that they are, which is fucking hilarious. Because they'll talk about what people saying and how they're killing certain people in the comments, like uh-huh. Savon and them, and they're discussing Parks being, you know, like on his Yes Master shit, because uh-huh. he's still there, and they've they been, they been on Parks' ass, and you know, Parks be the beloved one out the group, you know what I'm saying, in the comments and shit, but it'd be so funny that they'd be so invested in reading the comments like that, because I didn't know that they read them like that, like that, like, I know they would read them, but I feel like they've been taking all the comments from Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, like, and everything, and just combining them all together, and just been addressing shit piece by piece, and that shit is hilarious to me, I'm sorry, they've been talking about the niggas' voices, how, um, Isis Savon and them sound on there, and all types of shit, they just been nitpicking, and I think that shit is funny, and Joe Button, being Joe Button and shit, Talking about how niggas is fake execs and they don't understand how business work. Well, shit, teach us the game, ghost. <laughs> teach us the motherfucking game. Because niggas is only going to comment as far as they know. Right. These niggas in the right. comments, not CEOs. They ain't never even right. did a full business exchange. They just speaking as fans. Right. Show us something. Teach us something. And don't take the situation and turn it into a bunch of stories about you. You know? Mm. Which is kind of like what he did on a lot of the podcasts. I don't know. It was just... That's what the that's what the A mic is for though. You know what I'm saying? But even on one part when um Parks was talking about ego and speaking of ego and Joe's ego and him admitting that he had an ego and the issue and shit, he was like, Parks, you here? You was there and shit. Tell him, tell him about this shit. Tell him about this shit and how it happened. Parks like, yeah, you know, you do have an ego. Joe was like, I can speak to the ego. Fuck it. I can speak to the ego and just even cut that nigga off. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, you do have to assert yourself and demand respect. But it's kind of like, nigga, just show some respect. You know what I'm saying? It's that nigga just... ain't got it in him. Huh? Now, what I will say is what I thought may be a big contributing factor to this shit mm-hmm. is that the, they still record three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, right? Because they was doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday. They was doing three times a week. I thought it was Wednesday and Saturday now. Could be that. Whatever. Three times a week though, right? Twice. Twice. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it was three times a week at first. Mm-hmm. Shit, I, I'm thinking them niggas is like, okay, the episodes is what? Three hours long? Yeah. And then they got to have they gotta have a pre-meeting or something they have to do to before. So that's about four hours a day per, per podcast. At first you was doing three. Now you're doing two. That's eight to 12 hours a week just 
with Joe Budden. Like, I'd be losing my fucking mind too. <laughs> like, damn, nigga, we gotta sit up here and talk for four fucking hours almost every day. Yeah. So shit, yeah, by them by not went from a weekly thing to a few times a week. Mm-hmm. Lori's probably losing his fucking mind. Probably. And shit, another call back and speaking to Lori. Like, nigga, take time and take self care. Take care, nigga. Drake told you, take care. So take care of yourself. Take care of yourself. So if you need that time, even before you about to blow up and turn and be red on the podcast, because trust me, all of that shit is going to translate. It's not too much shit that the audience is going to miss, especially uh-huh. with y'all doing audio and visuals. We're going to catch that body language, that Good eye visuals. roll. Yeah. Audio. Yeah. That they pay extra for, which I found out later in the game. But... We gonna all that shit gonna translate. That shit's gonna translate to body language, fake laughs, awkward moments and shit. We're uh-huh. going to be able to pick up on a lot of that shit. So and I love if you need to take that time, that, that vacation, if you need to just step away without that nigga having to suspend you like a child, take that time the fuck away. You know? Right. So that's you know, his accountability too. They're both accountable in the situation for sure. But I just know that or I feel as if Joe can definitely sometimes be self destructive, you know? But I'll give him this, that nigga be self-destructive, but have another plan in place, you know? So it ain't like that nigga gonna do without. So I ain't worried about Joe Button, but there's a lot of things within himself that he's evaluated and still need to evaluate. Right now. So and then I don't know what Ma deal is. That nigga just decided like, hmm, I'm gonna stand with worry, even though I believe you've been knowing Joe Button longer, but there had to be something that you was fed up with, too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I just wanted a break. Yeah. Something was going on there, and Mom was like, man, fuck that. Can't tell that nigga to take no motherfucking time off. Nick, like, oh, wait a minute. Shit, because now I feel like shit after that, Rory, you can't come back. You can't come back after a nigga done gave you a break. Gave you time off. Now you're supposed to come back and be all behaved and shit. All right. You know, discipline. Yeah, it is going to look kind of whack, so I am wondering. It's going to look like, now sit down, little bitch. Yeah. Like, like you're gonna be sitting there. Yeah, you're gonna be you come back on good behavior and shit. Exactly. Like you a fucking puppy and they sent you to the you know the little coach the trainer and shit. They get the puppies in line and they be bad as hell. Like that. Yeah. So what you think? You think uh let's let's vote on it. Is is will they be one again? Will they be uh new Joe Button and new Rory and Mal? Or is it just gonna be Joe Button and friends and, and friends. <laughs> Joe Button and them. Um, yeah, I don't know if the niggas coming back. I don't think the niggas coming back, bro, bro. I don't think they coming back either. I don't know. Like maybe after some months or something like that, they might be guests on there and like Joe Button podcast featuring Rory and Maul type shit. Maybe if they get the friendship in order, but too public of a dis of discipline yes know? yes so like you're gonna look y'all gonna look like little bitches coming back sitting there like shit is normal and this nigga put y'all on, sus- <coughs> on suspension he put y'all niggas on suspension oh no middle school a three-day suspension also think about what you've done mm-hmm. he expulsion that's what he did he expelled y'all niggas and i read like y'all niggas brought a gun to class like uh, and the fact that he had the power to do that like them niggas really not there is really is kind of like the icing on the cake. Hey, you know what I'm saying? It's the Joe Button podcast. It's, the, it's really the Joe fucking button pod fucking cast. You know? And they brought a lot to the show and they did build up a fan base. But that's not to say that they're not replaceable. You know? It, 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 
they they not they, yeah it's they're not replaceable nobody not, like oh they're not irreplaceable roars yeah oh, fuck i'm gonna miss the fuck out of bell but you know what it is i think to a lot of people it is that and i think to people who are used to listening to the podcast in a certain format and a certain dynamic it is going to be that so it's going to take time for them to build that back up and get that dynamic like that you know what i'm saying mm. you always gonna have people that are you know connected to that time when they were on there like people are connected to the spotify yeah, joe but- button podcast and shit like that like it's going to take a lot for them to rebuild that and get that audience and that new hive back but, but are it they gonna done. leave are they gonna just miss rory and Maul really a lot or are they gonna leave are they gonna leave because they missed them so much and not listen to weekly to the joe button podcast some people you i believe so? so yes some people who are used to the certain to the dynamic yes and it is about 100k difference in their views because i was on there looking at all that shit mm. and um you i don't think they would have went up because people want to hear what the fuck is going on yeah no nah, they would average probably around like 450 views and shit i was looking at like the episodes like back you know and then they had like 371, three, you know what I'm saying, 35 or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like they was in the fours or whatever, not in the you know, middle of the ladder threes. But I think that they can rebuild and, you know, get the audience back, you know. I, I really do feel like that. But I do feel like there are some motherfuckers in the Rurian Hive Mall that's like, yeah, I ain't fucking with this. I don't like it. I don't like the dynamic. And shit, I'm just used to it being a certain way, you know. It is like that. Yeah. Shit, you can go to their Twitters and find that out. Like they on there commenting, is you know, shit being retweeted and niggas posting. And if you like hashtag Joe Button and Rory and Mall and shit like that, it's a lot of people saying, like, yeah, I can't fuck with this. I can't get with this new format. I ain't fucking with it. I don't like how this is. I ain't fucking with you know, just him and Parks there or Ice being there or Savon being there. Them niggas, you know, just I, I don't know, the dynamic ain't really there, you know, because it ain't like Rory and Mall was like hip-hop gurus or no shit like that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like they had their little takes and shit like that but the podcast is mostly joe button you know mm-hmm. they'll get over it of course yes time moves on we get over everything everything as far as internet and social media and any sort of media and shit like that is fickle as hell so yeah definitely i'm gonna get over it but uh we hope for three amigos uh get back together or come to some type of understanding or maybe just do a last hoorah show or something. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Rory and Mal. No, 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 Rory and Mal. <laughs> but, um, yeah, sorry for y'all, but we want to talk about um, a friendship that has not been broken up. Okay. I would never put this bitch on suspension, okay? <laughs> uh, we want to talk about how uh we me and queen p how i met your auto right um <laughs> uh, how we met and got here where we are today let's talk about it okay i'm gonna let you kick this off because you have a way better memory with this than i do you think so i, I do okay <laughs> so it all started back in sixth grade right sixth grade um i like this bitch like <laughs> 
it was something about that attitude. Bitch had an attitude. First of all, that was out of this world. I had no motherfucking Bitch attitude. Bitch had an attitude. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, uh-uh. I really don't even like bitches. Like, I had an attitude for real? Yes, you had, bitch, you know you had an attitude, bitch. You got, these, you got, you got the same ass attitude today. What do you mean? I always thought I, I was a delicate little flower, personally. Bitch, mm-hmm. you was a flower with attitude. <laughs> so, it was like, each of our friends was friends with the other one. Like our friends, my friends thought she was cool, and then her friends thought I was cool. Mm-hmm. But we was still like, eh. so eventually, I don't know how we end up um talking on the phone. I think you called me one day on the phone. You know, you still to this day, you a phone person, and I'm really not. You know what I'm saying? Call me on the phone. And at first, I was like, okay, hey, girl, what's up? And he was like, shit. And we probably, seventh grade, probably kicked it about some homework or something. Because it took a whole year. We, we we wasn't friends at first at all. So we, we took a year to, to fill each other out on the sofa. They been trying to camp whatever, but she gave me the digits. <laughs> Look, I, I gave her the number. I did. I gave her the number. She gave me the math. <laughs> I, but, but I didn't think you was going to use it. Bitch kept calling me. I'm like, what? What? She want to talk on the phone and shit? What the fuck? You, what the fuck we going to talk about? Because I'm telling you like this, bitch. I like you and I want you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, then after a while, I was like, uh-uh. This bitch ain't called me yet. <laughs> <laughs> we got to stand an appointment every day at 7. The fuck? Every day at 7. You got to touch shit. Okay. For real. And that's that's kind of that's kind of how it happened. Just like that. Yeah. And then after that, after that, we found out we was related somehow. Right. See, but I do remember us kicking in about TV shows, like the Wayans Brothers and shit like that. Yeah. Like, I do remember us yeah. having the same sort of sense of humor and shit. We both like the same movies. When we actually got to start talking, talking to each other and yeah. getting to know each yeah. other. Yeah. But our, our thing that was the Wayans Brothers is what really yeah, brought yeah. us together. Yeah, we really brought us together. So, yeah, yeah definitely shouts out to Sean and Marlon. You know what I'm saying? Y'all up here. To gathering friendships and shit, and uh, for real, irreplaceable bonds. You know what I'm saying? We love y'all for that, for real, forever fans. But I do remember us bonding over that, just bonding over having that sort of weird sense of humor and just liking silly hood shit. You know, like I, I like that. Yeah. And then we was both kind of like tomboyish. Yeah, we were. Mm-hmm. We were. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to say we kind of make we softened each other's resolve a little bit over like a roast session or something, like. Remember we had that guy in our class, you know, he's deceased now, but yeah. he was like the, the ultimate roaster, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we just thought that shit was so funny. Yeah. Shit was hilarious. Like, yeah, it was funny as hell. And that kind of brought us, like, because we both, we both like to laugh, period, at dumb shit. You know what I'm saying? We would mm-hmm. find the littlest, pettiest thing that we could to fucking laugh at. Yeah. That's what it is. Not just the Wayne brothers, but just our humor. We got the same type of dumbass. Mm-hmm. That dumbass, maybe like a little bit aggressive humor. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, like to talk shit, like to cuss a lot. And just like, uh-uh. just, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and put it go out ahead, there. Go was ahead. Like that, look, yeah. I was like, I was like that in the sixth grade. Like, I had a potty mouth. I don't care. <laughs> like, I really did. But I just really yeah, no, like. Bitch, you was a cusser. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I used I, to. When I was, I was like, I want to grow up and cuss like her. <laughs> well, like, yeah, when I, cussing. <laughs> <laughs> when I would, like, be around you, it was something that 
felt comfortable and warm and inviting yeah. once I got to know you. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Like the bitch didn't like me, and I, I really, I didn't know that. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I was like, I want that bitch. Give me her. You know I want saying? that bitch. Give me her. <laughs> it is took, took you from all your friends, bitch. You mines now. Yeah. You know? Look, and bitches was mad. Bitches no, bitches was mad. Big they was mad. Bitches was big mad. You know what I'm saying? Because look, I'm gonna put. I'm, this is the thing. Like, I am a. Like, well, you know, not in my adult life, of course, but as a kid, I was like a revolving friender. You know what I'm saying? What do you mean by that? Revolving friender is just kind of like every season I'm close with somebody different. You know uh-huh. what I'm saying? But it was a like serial friender. Yeah. So, like, when I met you, it was just something about you, like, oh my goodness, like, this really the one. Like, I just really, <laughs> I, I just, I like her whole little things. I like her style. Like, Oh my goodness, like, yeah, I just like her whole vibe. And it was just something about your aura and energy that I really ended up liking, you know? That's why when I thought about it, I didn't really have a point to where I didn't like you. I just thought that we didn't fuck with each other because people that we knew didn't fuck with each other. Like, I think you was cool with, was it Janae and one of the girls that I fucked with didn't fuck with you? Or some shit like that. It was something weird like that. So something we, like that. It was like you were staying on your side and I was staying on my side. So mm-hmm. I, couldn't, yeah, exactly. I, couldn't, I couldn't fuck with you by affiliation. You know right. what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. nigga, you was the ops by affiliation yeah. type thing. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? But it, for me, it was never you. Like, it was never right. I thought about you or I looked at you a certain way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was really just that. It was just like, oh, well, that bitch on that side, yeah, I can't fuck with her, you know? Right. But like, once all of that shit kind of started to subside a little bit and it kind of didn't matter anymore or niggas was low-key burying hatchets and we're just like oh well i talked to her oh she had a funny joke and we laughed at that or whatever it's yeah. like oh y'all bitches cool now oh, okay cool you know yeah i think for me it was something like man that bitch said some funny ass shit math dog that it's shit was like funny that, as right hell. or we <laughs> laugh at some dumb ass shit that shouts out to our social studies teacher tiki Mensa, uh, oh, yeah. would say or yeah. do and that shit is just funny as hell and we all could laugh at that shit as a unit you know what i'm saying right for real. Yeah. Especially when he bossed up and became an assistant principal. He was 10 times funnier. I forgot about that shit. He was 10 times funnier. I forgot that. about that shit. Because that nigga started showing his ass. He, he started pulling his britches up and started throwing his weight around. Yeah. Like, nigga, Air horn and shit. Nigga, I'm suspending nigga. Yeah, that nigga really thought he was motherfucking, what's the name from Lean on Me? Like, he really thought <laughs> this was that. Mr. Clark. Yes, he thought he was Mr. Clark around that bitch. But, and then him having that thick ass accent, it just was funny just to hear him talk. Like him talking was a joke for all of us. Yeah. Which yeah, brought us together. That nigga accent was thick as fuck. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that it was it was um it was like we we wasn't we was on we was on opposing squads in sixth grade, seventh grade is when we got together. And I think that pool, a part of that pool is that we got we had some family ties that we didn't know about. You right. know what I'm saying? And that's a bitch when we was in the same fucking class every year. Yeah. Yeah. Every year. But when we found that out that we were, you know what I'm saying, related, even though it's technically through marriage, I believe. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we found that out, we like, oh shit, you know what I'm saying? I right. found that out along with you and like three or four other people uh-huh. that's affiliated with middle school or whatever. Like I, I I'm you know what I'm saying? Like, I was finding out a lot of shit because, you know, yeah, my family tree is all fucked up, but that's another conversation. But <laughs> once we found that out, too, he's like, this, this is just meant to be. Right. Like, you know, like, okay, okay. It's just meant to be. Like, I see what it is now. Mm-hmm. Then I felt all special and shit. She introduced me to her mom over there. I'm like, hey, future auntie. Girl. <laughs> Look, I know I was all excited, like, my, this my cousin. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'll tell you, give me a hug, 
Okay, you'll get there. All right. right. You know my mean ass mama. <laughs> your mean ass mama. Mama probably was like, that's not your fucking cousin. Like cousins. All right. Cousins, y'all just, cousin. y'all, y'all just full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know that motherfucker. Mm-hmm. But my mom loves you like a daughter, mm-hmm. and my mama loves you too. Mm-hmm. And I know you know she do. Yeah, girl. So we was moving on, moving on up, and then shit was that. By the time eighth grade came, then we was solidified for sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean we were solidified in seventh grade. Yeah, eighth grade. Yeah, yes. Yeah. It was all of the. Like all of us kind of came together because we came together as like a group too. It was mm-hmm. like us and like six other bitches or something like that. It's past the statute of limitations, right? Right, of course. Mm-hmm. But hold on, wait. I was listening to fucking uh, an old episode of uh, it's a it's a podcast. Bully and the Beast, Jack the Thriller was on there. Okay, he gonna say he was talking about um, it was it was somebody crazy on the show basically talking about they tried to kill their girlfriend. He was telling them about it. Nigga, Jack Jack Thriller gonna say. You already passed the uh, statutory limitations, right? Not the statutory. Said, statutory limitations of rape, right? I'm like, <laughs> nigga, <laughs> nigga said, not of rape. Not the statutory limitations of rape. Right? Nigga, you mixed like three things in one. Three different offenses in one and shit. But that's fucked up because you knew exactly what he was talking about. Yeah, I did. I did. <laughs> but you, you like, well, you know, I've read back. But yeah. Yeah, just make sure the statute the statute of limitations is is up on that on that thing. You know they try to take us down at one mm-hmm, time, mm-hmm. incriminating ourselves. For some, I'm, I'm sure it's up. They, they tried to they tried to rico us, didn't they? <laughs> they? They tried to rico us in middle school. Yeah, on pretty much. Shit. Yeah, yeah. We were basically at a point to where they wanted to suspend us for gang violence. Didn't you, didn't fight. Did, we didn't. Not a nan bitch. Not a nan. Came close. We was about to, but, but never didn't. fought a nan bitch. I just know. Next thing you know, I'm in the principal's office. One by one, they was picking our asses out, picking our ass off the line and shit. Like they a, call my like a negotiation. Shit. Yeah, I'm like, wait, I mean, what's going on? I'm like, the gang violence. I'm like, what the fuck? We talked to our mom. Like, look, hey, look, it ain't loaded, right? Like, 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 like she didn't even do nothing. We didn't do shit, but. You know, of course, when you have a group or whatever like that, you got ops. We had a couple ops around that bitch. We had ops in the sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yes, we did. And <laughs> still fuck them hoes to this day. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. We smoking on the old Hadley op packs. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but he like, cause when you beef with me, mm-mm. you beef forever. Oh yeah, ball. But no, for real. But yeah, we talking shit. But we kind of just. I don't know. I think that for us, our just connection was just kind of undeniable, you know? Yeah. It was definitely undeniable. Like, I feel like we were put there and we were meant to be close and in each other's lives, you know what I'm saying? Because I just, I ain't let this bitch go yet, you know what I'm saying? Uh, like, I mean, people commenting on the post and shit like that, like, y'all bitches still going strong. Yeah. 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 yeah, they yeah. <laughs> and that's how I know it got to be a good friendship, too, because. That's how I know how about all my friends, period. Just because I'm not easy to befriend. You know what I mean? Not like I'm not friendly, but if you don't be my friend, I'm not going to be your friend. You know? Right. So, um, 
Like that's facts. That's big facts, actually. This is true. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you're not, if you're not my friend, I'm not gonna be your friend. You know what I'm saying? Why you, you why you unfriendly bitch? What's going on with that? I don't know. I don't I don't think my mom is like the friendliest, you know. Mm-hmm. But it just be like, I think it'd be like, I just be like, okay, associates, 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 you know what I'm saying? And then when somebody I'd be like, Oh, you want to be my friend? Oh, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. But I don't know, I don't have a lot of room for a lot of friends, you know. Mm-hmm. But that's how I know that if 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 somebody is my real friend, we like, we went through a point where, you know, we had went through middle school together. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that was kind of like a breakup. Cause we had went to two different high different schools. High school, yeah. And I don't talk to nobody else from middle school. You know what I'm saying? I don't talk to nobody else from high school. Really? I don't talk to, um, you know, I was in the, uh, a, a program, you know what I'm saying, like a summer program or whatever, I only talk to, like, one person from there and that's because of you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not, I, well, I ain't gonna say because of you, but the three of us are friends, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? I just don't retain friends if I, if it's not an everyday thing, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, that's how you notice, you know what I'm saying, we got a real friendship, you yeah. know, because we done been, we done went to two different schools and still stay friends. Right. You know, we done been working different jobs or had two different paths of life, you know, period. Mm-hmm. Where we done lived in two different cities, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And still kept the friendship. Yeah, know? definitely. Yeah. Bitch, because I wasn't letting you go and that's just that. <laughs> I'm super gay right now. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate you not letting me go. I wasn't letting you go. That's what <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Near or far, bitch. Keeping my bitch next to me. But... <laughs> When um it was hard for me, I'm not gonna lie, you know, and just being separated from everybody in general, but especially you when we uh did go to different high schools, because mm-hmm. I just imagined us all kind of just switching over and going to the default high school that the next you know uh-huh. generation goes to, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which is of course Montfort. Shout uh-huh. out to Montfort, but you know that caused a lot of PTSD for me because when I get used to a certain thing and I really, really like it. And for middle school, for me, I really liked the dynamic, the setup and just friends I had established in relationships. Uh It was so much fun for me. It was really hard for me to, you know, deal with that, you know? And that was probably one of the harder things to deal with as far as, you know, in your adolescence or whatever, but it did help me get used to change as well. So I do feel like everything happened for a reason. And if anyone is meant to be in your life, they will stay there. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, you're right. And, you know, I'm similar too. Like, do you count um, still socializing with people via social media only for the most part? Is still socializing with them? Or do you feel like if you have a bond or a friendship with someone, you should talk to them on the phone at least or text or, you know, hang out with them? That's hard for me, you know. That's mm. that's a hard question for me because I'm something is socially off with me, you know. So I don't, I don't know how to, answer. I don't know how to answer that. So I'm, I'm socially off. Something isn't like everybody else, you know. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but even with that, I would say. If I talk to you every day. Outside of social media, because you could you could talk to anybody on social media. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not even me, the shit that you're talking about. Just uh, 
you could lazily drag your head across the thing to say something. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But if I make an effort to talk to you in real life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's that's a lot different, you know? Yeah. But uh, it's a it's a good way to keep up with associates and stuff like that. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But every I don't have. I don't have room for a lot of associates, you know. Right. I don't have room for a lot of friends, you know what I'm saying? So, excuse me. If I'm uh, if we in, then we in. Locked you know in, what I'm saying? Yeah. You lock the fuck in for real, and it ain't no bloody blood out, you know. Mm -hmm. Like for real, <clears throat> I don't. People don't penetrate my circle a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. And and I appreciate you, uh. With that, you know what I'm saying? You you attract a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? You are you're not a serial friender now, but you you're just your personality attracts a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? You are someone that people like to be friend, you know. Oh, thank you. And uh even with you meeting uh you know, new friends and stuff like that. And some of those friends are awesome. You know, most of those friends are awesome. Most, mm -hmm. No, all your friends are awesome. You got mm -hmm. a good judge, a, yeah. a character for, you know. But there's a few associates that I was like, you know. But they're gone now. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, let's get messy. Let's get messy. Give me, give me a clue. Give me a clue. Uh, you ain't got to say it on air, but like, I, I really want to know. Ice creamy. Cupcakes? I don't know. I'm sorry. Exactly. Exactly, bitch. I, here, here, write it on here because I really want to know. <laughs> you is a messy bitch for real. <laughs> oh, you could have said that because nobody really know that name is that, but like me and you. You know what oh, I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, that, that was the name I gave that particular person. To be funny with you, you know oh, what I'm saying? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody don't know her as that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's which is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Am I wrong though? So she, right? Right, right. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That was just somebody that kind of came with the um, particular job or whatever like that, you know. And they were just kind of a person that wanted to, you know, just fuck with everybody. I guess you know what I'm saying. And you know, mm -hmm. sometimes people are looking for that validation and that acceptance, especially when they're the newbie in a certain group. And that's kind of like what the situation was with that, you know. And a lot of people seek validation from you. You think so? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I do. But yeah, that's just kind of all that was. They just kind of came in or whatever. But that that's crazy that you mentioned that though. I thought you were going to like say somebody that was like, you know, that I'm majorly like tied with and affiliated with because I'm not really close and just open with any bitches that's not going to accept you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? Any bitch that I'm really, really fucking with and really vibing with, and I'm really spending a lot of time with and sharing things with, and just consider somebody close. You, you, you. We like earrings, bitch. We come as a pair. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they're going. You know what I'm saying? Even if y'all don't have a, you know what I'm saying, relationship where y'all talk all the time, they gonna know who the fuck you are, and they gonna mm -hmm. know like, oh, this, this is all though. This is who. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who you talking about? Or like that. This is the one. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. oh, okay. And it'll always be on some shit like, okay, what's up? You know, nice to meet yeah. you finally. But you know, right, bitch, yeah. I pretty much know you, and that just go across the board. Like, no, uh -huh. you gotta accept my bitch if you gonna accept me, and that's the fuck that. Right. And that's established. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and I always, um, 
get a, a warm ass welcome from, you know what I'm saying? Your friends, your friends off rip treat me like they friends. You know what I'm saying? Of course. Yeah. That's, that's what I want to be around. Like, I don't ever want to be on no shit. Like, <laughs> right. Where fuck with yeah. her and this, this, that. I'm never uh-huh. like, I don't want to do that. And if I get a vibe off a bitch that I feel like it's going to be like that, okay, I keep you at arm's length. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not the bitch to just bring around to the, you know what I'm saying? All the events right. or whatever. You just, okay, you cool or whatever like that. I fucks with you and I know you, you got love for me, but if you ain't really fucking with my bitch, it can't be 100. It can't the East be Coast ain't got love for Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. That's what I'm saying. I don't really run into that. I'm not really running into nobody that's not going to accept you, so I don't really go through that. But I'm just saying as a prerequisite, that's just what the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So... Yeah, definitely. I'm all about that, you know, that unity and just not bringing each other down and having issues over dumb shit. Because a lot of times, even with bitches that affiliate and associate with females that they supposedly have a problem with, it's dumb shit that really don't have to be a problem. Uh-huh. Bitches just like to create a problem out of no problem. They have to have a problem. Gotta have a problem, you know? And bitches, She's a, problem. a lot of times, just can't function without chaos. Uh-huh. And I, I don't no, want... No, for real. That's a fact. I don't want that in my circle. I don't want that in my space. And I'm not about to deal with that. You know what I mean? So, yeah. For sure. PSA. And and vice versa, too. All my friends know about you and know that that you're going to be there. They know if they invite me to something, then they know you're probably coming. Yeah, definitely. 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 Yes. You do have a good group of friends as well. Like, I have never really, you know what I'm saying, just been around you or your friends or whatever like that and just been like <clears throat> you know what I'm saying uh-huh, right. just because generally I'm not that person anyway you know uh-huh. of course some people vibe better with others or whatever and it's just what it is mm-hmm. but I've never really just felt like that like oh come this bitch right. my yeah. vibe is down now you know uh-huh. what I'm saying but you know I'm just really about that unity and just us you know just fuck it we all come together we all network we all can be close and you know what I'm saying fuck with each other and ain't nothing wrong with that you know Cause you are not gonna befriend and just be close and let every single bitch in. So the bitches that you do should be able to at least get along and be cordial with the bitches that's already there. Yeah, you know? uh-huh. like don't come in here thinking you' about to be. Um, first of all, you you just got here. Don't be thinking you' about to um, take my friend that's been here for years spot. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you know, bitches be like that. Bitches be on that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Cause that shit is kind of weird on behavior to me. Like I'm. Like we're not fucking. Yeah, that shit is that shit hella weird. But I don't know. Females are very territorial with their friendships, relationships, you know, as a whole. So if you are the type of person that have had that sort of shit happen to them, like you've had a friend or whatever, and your friend kind of fucked you over for somebody else, or you know, you may have PTSD over that sort of shit. But I, I just feel like, well, bitch, I wasn't really your down ass bitch anyway. Right. If she could be taken that easily, you know what I mean? For <laughs> 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 real. <laughs> It just wasn't, it just, this wasn't that, but yeah, definitely. So when we went to high school or whatever, we did leave each other, but we tried to make it a point to really be around each other. And I mean, you know, talk to each other and keep our relationship solidified, you know, yeah, so did. definitely kudos to us. And we had, we had to create, cause we was at two different schools. We had to have two different circles of friends. You know right. Right. So it was like, it would be like, we had to keep each other posted on two different worlds, kind of. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because you had to tell me about the shit that you had going on, and I had to tell you about the shit that I had going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we got past that, and then we um in spending those four long years without each other. Yeah. And we ended up going to college together. Yeah, go college. And then <laughs> we went 
on Girls Gone Wild. So. Girl, nothing to <laughs> fuck up in college, okay? Yeah, for we, real. We, we uh, we got we got not I'm not got loose, but we got wild in college just because we got loose. When I mean loose, I mean loose from parents. You know what I mean? Right, right. So yeah, we 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 came we came into adulthood and womanhood together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And um. I guess shit. Maybe that's why we kind of drawn to each other too, because we kind of went, went through that shit, shit together. together. Yes, we was, you know what I'm saying. We was we it wasn't like we was calling our mom every day during that time. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like shit. You learning from me, I'm learning from you. Yeah, we gonna figure this shit out uh-huh. together. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And we went through some shit, boy, like some shit that we can't even really get into <laughs> on this podcast because we don't know who's listening. But Hunty. When I say this bitch to been through everything with me, trials, tribulations, ups, downs, and vice versa, hunty. That shit is not an exaggeration, okay? Mm-hmm. To where we halfway thought we was living on our, on our own, but I was really just kind of in y'all space <laughs> on Beachwood. Oh, I consider that us, us living together because I was just always over there. It was, it was. <laughs> that was our first still living together. That was college. And then we, when we moved, it was it was like all right. We had to go to make this thing official, right? <laughs> but I'm, I, but still, when we lived on Beachwood, that still felt like when we left. When we left Beachwood, because I left Beachwood as well. Okay, stop saying that. Stop telling people where we used to live. Why? Because. Beachwood. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't already said it. This why I didn't like that bitch. She got a fucking attitude. I, I already said it, but it was still on some. Although we come to the end of the road, and I felt like again. Leaving something that I was comfortable with. Really? That was another thing that I experienced with you. Like, man, you know, it'd be cute over here or whatever. You know, I'm so used to coming over here and kicking it. Being over here all the time and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, what's up? I'm over here. But anyone that far from your house. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bitch, we walked from there to school or from school. We walked, yeah. Yes. From school to there. I yeah. think so, yeah. You know, had about a 40 minute walk. Fuck uh-huh. it. Like, did the race. Yeah. <laughs> Catch the fucking D-Dot together. Like. Right. It was on that Iron Pimp hard skip. I was with you when you got your first car. You was with me when I got my first car. Like, we just really experienced a lot of key points mm-hmm. in our lives with each other. Yeah. For real. Like, that shit is wild. That shit is just really wild to me. Mm. First sexual experience. Yeah. was there for it all. And just first heartbreak and bullshit dealing with niggas and not knowing how to deal with niggas and different niggas and experiencing older gentlemen and <laughs> and younger gentlemen and younger gentlemen too <laughs> but yeah definitely a lot of shit a lot of shit a lot of shit strip clubs and <laughs> oh everything girl yes we went through it a lot bar hopping and our our Club hopping day. Bar hopping, hoe hopping. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, everybody had those little, you know, the moments or whatever. I don't even want to call it a quote unquote whole phase anymore, but just those phases where you was trying you, shit, trying shit. Living that life. Yeah, experimenting or whatever. Rockstar lifestyle might not make it. But we did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We got different shit, different music and times in our lives that Represent, represent oh yeah, a certain yeah. staple in our lives. Like uh-huh. it's still certain shit that I'm here to this day that reminds me of things with you, you know, uh-huh. times with you, adventures with you. You know what I'm saying? 
up, downs, all that shit. So yeah. mm-hmm. definitely. And moved on from that point and decided let's live together. I know. Let's, 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 let's domesticate our relationship. <laughs> let's make let's make this official. Yeah, let's Be make my this wife thing a thing. Yeah. And that worked out. I ain't gonna say that street name since you wanna. Well, but she done said the other one a billion times. You might as well. Well, see, but this was our our home home. This was like our house house, our real house. I mean, I don't give a fuck about saying it on on wax. I honestly go ahead and say it. Go ahead and say it. Shouts out to Pinbread, bitch. What's up? Okay, to the broke. Yeah, girl, that was our really coming of age moment. Our independence. Our for real. All right, boom. This is really gonna be us. We running the household. It's just us. Just us. This is not, you know, somebody coming to save us or whatever, whatever the fuck going on. Any issues, whether it be plumbing, whatever the fuck, we got to pretty much figure out on our own, you know? Mm-hmm. It was really that. And, you know, for me, along uh, the thing that stuck out the most for me is when I decided I didn't want to do the college thing anymore. And that was a big deal for me. Like, I had a whole breakdown and it was a whole, like, well, I don't want to do this, but I got to work and I got to make a living for myself. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a whole meltdown for me and you was there for me with that you know mm-hmm. and i just really appreciated you for that because <clears throat> excuse me you didn't make me feel like oh well bitch you ain't shit you want to you know what i'm saying stop doing the whole college thing or whatever like that you need to do this and do that and do this and get your scholarship get your degree and this this that and whatever which is important but it's not for anybody and it wasn't for me at that time mm-hmm. and you understood that better than anybody you know so i really appreciate you for that mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm, it's because I was going through the same thing. You know what I'm saying? I was going through the exact same thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I do want to... I had a full scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want to go to school and not waste our money. But at the same time, I have to support myself and I, and I got to work. And I have to work a full-time job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So how do you work a full-time job and go to school full-time and be 21? You know? Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, I'm sure there's ways that you can do it but we had not figured that out yet right mm-hmm. and so it's just like shit we on the same tip bitch instead of just beating ourselves up about what we're not gonna do let's just go and get this money and do what we need to do to live the way we want to live right and we'll figure the shit out the other shit out later later yeah definitely and it, that did provide me with a lot of comfort and a lot of silence because i had a real issue with that because i I know I initially didn't want to quit, but it just got to the point to where shit, that shit was a lot. You know it what was saying? a lot, yeah. Working two jobs and then still trying to do that school shit. School suffered. Mm-hmm. And once I noticed that, it started to suffer because, like, I'm a nerd geek bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I take my grades and shit serious, and I mm-hmm. always have, you know? But once that shit started to suffer, I just feel like, damn, you know, like, all right, maybe my head ain't in this shit, and I'll be lying to myself if I said it was, you know? Yeah. So... That was the whole thing. I mean, well, shit, you got to do what you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, what's the point of staying staying in there? That's that's what the point was then, too. What's the point of staying in school, wasting money, and dropping classes when we should? You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. you're going to have to pay the shit back. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So what, do you want me to stay, do this shit for four years and have to pay four years worth of money back? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Or we could decide if you really mature enough to handle this shit right now. Still paying them bitch-ass student loans to this day. Okay. To this day. <laughs> okay so yeah definitely and it's not nothing that i would never not venture back to at a certain point i'm not gonna never say never you know but it's just Gotta be then at it. that point it wasn't the move mm-hmm. for me you know i also smoked my first weed with you not my first weed. my first weed <laughs> one weed my first hint of the weed with you yeah and 
I didn't know what the fuck to do with myself. It was love <laughs> at first sight. Wait, no, it wasn't love at first sight. Not okay, maybe that was your first time. But remember, my first time was on Beachwood. Remember, I flipped out. I was um entertaining a gentleman caller that I had not seen in a very long time. And uh we was excited, like, oh my god, I seen him today. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Let's let's uh and he's coming back, so let's, you know, let's celebrate. Let's let's I'ma smoke it today, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Smoke that weed, and I was fucked up. I, I was fucked up, like to the point where that nigga was like, Is you all right? I'm about to leave. Oh like he didn't want me, he didn't want me, he like, no, nah, this don't look like a safe situation for me. You gonna you gonna cry you, and then murder me in my sleep or some shit. You gonna cry the statutory of limitations on <laughs> on my ass and shit. That's what that's what he was thinking. So, but that shit was dangerous. For him, I seen why it was dangerous. Yeah. Okay, wait, wait, wait. So what was you doing to trip out? I just remember Okay, so this is my first time, you know? Yeah. I just remember remember telling him, like, I was like, I feel fucked up. I feel funny. He was like, what's wrong? I'm like, I don't know. I just feel crazy. He like, well, what do you feel like? I'm like, I feel like it's something. I was like, I feel like it's something exploding in my stomach. And it's reaching out to all of my limbs. And it's coming out through my fingers and my toes. You said it that descriptive? Yeah, because that's all I, I'm like, it's a, it's a, it's a explosion and it's starting in my stomach and it's moving outward through my body. And he was looking at me like, all right, well, I'll holler at you next time. You know? like, bitch, you about to explode through your arms and limbs and shit? Like, no, like, I don't want to be here to see this. Yes. Like, I feel like dying. For real. I end up convincing him, like, no, I'm good. You can stay, you can stay. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna know shit like that. But just to let you know, I'm, I am high as fuck. <laughs> Now I'm wondering, was he was he like a seasoned smoker? So did he feel like yeah. he had did some like harder drugs or something? <laughs> probably. Probably looking at me like, bitch, ain't no weed ever did that to me. Mm. But that was hilarious. Oh my god! Well, yeah, we did share our first. Uh, well, your first weed together. <laughs> your first, my weed first together. safe weed. Because mm-hmm. we used to be on bullshit. Quite honestly, like shit that we did back then is. Shit that I would never consider in doing now. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the way we would like venture off, dip off, shit that we did. And I even think about them trash ass doors that we had at that house. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, we would lock the doors and shit like that, but really any average nigga could kick that bitch in. You know what I'm saying? Wow. Like it just wasn't the most secure ass shit. We was, you know, just mingling and mixing with niggas that we probably wouldn't mingle and mix with now right now. Yeah. If we had met them. Uh-huh. Some unsavory characters. Some very unsavory characters. And was just very just open and liberated in a way that I am not at this moment. One, because we live in a different world. Two, because we older. And uh-huh. three, just because I'm more aware now of certain uh, right dangers and shit like that that I have taken into consideration, you know? Do you remember that time that... Um, it was late at night. We was there, bitch, and it was a nigga standing in the backyard. Yes, bitch, yes. I remember that? that happened twice. Looked out the window, and that nigga got the fuck on on the bike and shit. That one time twice. a nigga was standing there, and then one time the nigga was on the bike, mm-hmm. 
he, he, but he was standing looking and then when we seen him he got on the bike and rode away yes uh-huh. we had a whole ass peep in town that was probably watching the fuck out of us and then we and didn't even know it know until it we called his ass yeah yes bitch i remember that shit and we wasn't as scared as we should have been <laughs> exactly exactly we should have been scared as fuck because he was deep in the backyard like yes. past our cars in front of our cars in the backyard because the the way the house was the front of the house the living room and the kitchen and shit and in the back of the house was the room it was the rooms yeah so he's all the way in the back of the house yeah looking like i feel like i opened the blinds and our eyes was right yeah. locked on each other like what's that yeah that shit was creepy what made you look out the window though to see him I don't know. You felt this. I just peep watching you. Through so the I room. felt some. I don't burning know. Burning through the windows, bitch. Yeah. I just remember looking and screaming, though. Like, and that nigga took the fuck off. Like, and it, I remember, like, bitch, do you know it was somebody just standing out there by the trash can? Yes, you're right. Yes, I see that nigga. I see that nigga one day coming in. I don't know if it was the same nigga. I'm assuming it was. Because <laughs> if it wasn't, <laughs> you had a deeper issue. But, <laughs> like, yes. And, it, I, and like, I do kind of feel like there were with the relationships that we had established with like some of our neighbors and then some of the niggas that we had met that they were kind of semi watching out for us. You know right. What I mean? Yeah. So I did have comfort and solace in that. But remember nephew? Yes. His birthday was the other day. How the hell you remember that? It popped up on my Facebook. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, happy belated birthday, nephew. <laughs> Shouts out to you. Shout out to nephew. Well, yes, girl. And I had my first experience with death of someone that was, you know, around that I knew that was not older. You know what I'm saying? Like when you think of like grandmas and stuff like that, that's kind of par for the course. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like they're older, but somebody that like is younger and somebody that. Uh, you know, a couple people that were, you know, close to us and that we knew and that we were around all of the time or whatever, passed away and everything. And it just kind of was another thing that just, I don't know, made me, I, I don't know, I want to say grow up, but just gave me some life experience, you know? Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, it definitely was a different experience and trying to juggle and maintain bills and figure this out and figure that out and dealing with a slumlord you know right and but, it wasn't no vacation days and nothing back then right just work just work work bitch and i can remember me and you trying to come up with a plan for me oversleeping at work and we came up with some wild ass shit about me having to go to the hospital and shit like that because my demands was in big trouble okay i don't even know how the fuck it happened i don't know if we had got drunk or whatever the hell but I was fucked up and had to figure out a way to not lose my fucking job at that point. And we came up with this plan. And then I can remember another time at my other job where y'all dumbass bitches faked like it was an emergency and came and got me for work. Like, we got to get her right now. We got to take her right now. And we left and went to the club. I want to say just, just to not do shit. Yeah. Mm, I, think, I think we did end up like going out that night. But, oh. Mm, yeah. Oh, one of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But definitely, I had, I don't know, I just feel like that was my little coming of age moment. You know, I felt like I was starting to come into my own and, mm-hmm. you know, just a lot of figuring, self-figuring mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. Definitely. But this is just funny and amazing because I feel like watching our growth, it's just been some wild to experience, you know? Mm-hmm. 
But some shit, I don't know. It's kind of still the same, you know? Yeah, it is. It'd be crazy how you look back at shit and nothing feel like it changed. But when you think back on it, everything everything is, is different. Uh-huh. That's how I feel. Well, um, this is, I would have to say, you know, besides, you know, God and, um, you know, a few family, I guess my sister, um, it's like the closest friendship, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, I guess I can't consider my sister a friendship. Uh, this is like the closest friendship that I, that I ha- have and hold, you know what I mean? Like, Same. this is... If I had a purse of my most valuable shit, you know what I'm saying? My kids would be in there, uh, you know, my sister, my mom. And you would, our friendship would be in there. Oh, yeah. same. Not you. I'm not like that, but not you too. But our friendship yeah. is really valuable yeah. to me, you know? Definitely. Yeah. And same goes this way too. Like, I don't have any sisters, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up. You know, of course, with the brother and everything. And I love my brother to death, of course, you know. And we're close. You know what I'm saying? That's my dog for sure. But eh, eh. <laughs> that's my dog for sure. But it's just certain things that only you as a female, as well as my bestest friend and family and all of that, would understand, you know? Yeah. So you were able to fill that void for me as missing a sister or a sibling, you know? Yeah. Because I just felt like I was... Kind of always sort of looking for that, you know, in a person. And I feel like I have that with you. Like, I feel like a closeness. And I really enjoy the fact that you and your family embraces me, you know, the way that y'all do. I can really dig that. And I really am appreciative of that. I'm so appreciative of you and your family and just the vibes and just always making me feel welcome, you know. And, you know, although we are related, we do have separate, you know, Family, like yeah. families and uh-huh. shit, you know what I'm saying? But you know, with that, like I've never really felt weird or awkward. Like I've always felt, you know, like a part of, you know. Yeah, they always welcome you, welcome you in. Sometimes I'll be feeling bad because it'll be uh, an event, and you know, especially with the COVID thing, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It'd be an event, and I'd be like, okay, well, I'm just gonna come, and then I get there, and they'd be like, where, where's me? I'd be <laughs> like, oh, I didn't know. Of course. You know what I'm saying? But um, I did not know that you felt like, you know what I'm saying, I was feeling the void, you know what I'm saying, for you. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad I can do that. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, because I just, I grew up really boyish and tomboyish and mostly around my brother and his friends and, you know what I'm saying, shit like that. So with that, you know, as far as like my own, like cousins and things like that, our relationships were kind of close as kids, you know. But as we got older, we all went on different paths, and our communication is very far and few in between, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just different aspects of my life where I was close with them, but, you know what I'm saying, and, you know, we came together, and we were apart, and we came together, and we were apart, and, you know, we drifted apart, and we came, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that, but with you, it's always been kind of a constant thing, no yeah. matter what. Right. And it yeah. was just like, we definitely put in the effort on both ends to mm-hmm. be around each other and be active in each other's lives, you know? Yeah. Even if it was a point in time where we weren't talking every day or we were busy or whatever, we could still come together and fuck with each other and catch up like ain't shit changed exactly. or ain't shit different. Yeah. And that is what is important, you know, at the end of the day. Like, mm-hmm. it don't matter what's in between you, time, distance, whatever. If you can really have that bond and that person where you feel like I still have that closeness in that relationship, 
Like that's what's up. And that's something to be cherished. And I do, I treasure that with you, you know? Yeah. And I appreciate you for that. And um, like my brother and like my mom even says it or whatever. And like people that, you know, have known me for a while and a long time or whatever, say the same thing. They have the same consensus. Like, and my brother was actually alluding to this on his last visit. You know, he said, you know, because he always asks about you or whatever when he comes through. You know what I'm saying? We're all the way, we're all the way. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, he said, I really admire that you all are still close and still have this bond. Mm-hmm. You know, he'll say, he'll like, there's people from high school, college, middle school that I wouldn't know if I passed them on the street. Mm that I was close with and I would have considered best friends at that time. Mm. But now because where we are in life, I don't really know them. They don't really know me, but I really admire the bond that y'all have and that the fact that y'all were able to keep that. And I'm still going strong to this day. Right. You know, yeah. he always allude to that and he always say, I really admire y'all's friendship and y'all closeness. And this is coming from a male. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. So I definitely think that's dope. And I really, really love, cherish and value that. And I'm, Think about that type of shit all the time, you know? Yeah, me too. It, mm-hmm. it does feel good to, to say, you know what I'm saying, when they be like, oh, okay, how long y'all be friends? We were like, like 15, 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> like, bitch, as far as I'm concerned, bitch, like I told you, you was laying next to me in the little, <laughs> what's that little bed? The the incubator. Incubator bed with the baby. <laughs> she like, you was there next to me and she crying, bitch. You was there. For real. You saw me pop out the pussy. <laughs> Flat. So anyways, like, what's up? Hey girl, but yeah, we just we really just uh, we love us, yeah. And I mean, we that means I love you, you love me, we love our thing, Mm -hmm. family, yeah, Yeah. family. And and another thing that I can say too, and people have alluded to this as well like we do little shit over like that, of course, to irritate each other, whatever. Because you know, sometimes I like being an irritating bitch, you know, I I miss that. (laughs) And you're very good at it, yeah, of course, but. I can never really say that there's anything about you that would make me want to stray away from you or anything right. like, I'm going to fuck with that bitch right now. Yeah. Whatever. You know, like, it'd be like, I'm going to talk to that bitch tomorrow. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That sort of thing or whatever. Because, you know, that's just what you know people go through. But I've been around bitches and I've experienced and even been indirectly involved in friendships falling apart and witnessed that sort of shit, you know? Mm. And it'd be so sad and fucked up to watch because it'd be like, damn, you know what I'm saying? That was your ace a month ago. Or, you know what I'm saying? Could nobody tell y'all shit about y'all friendship a month ago? And it'd be that one ass falling out, whether it be over a nigga, some money, or whatever like that. It don't even matter. The thing of it is, none of that shit is important when it comes to you, for me. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't give a fuck about none of that shit. It's just... Right. It's you. Like, it wouldn't even matter. Like, bitch, it's you. I don't give a fuck. What right. you've done or what you've said or whatever. If we need to take a beat or whatever, we can take that beat. But I just really enjoy the fact that we're not the type of bitches that be falling out with each other every other weekend and then get back cool and then falling out and then get back cool and then get, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know? And I could just feel and I could trust that you got my best interest at heart. Right. And can't nobody approach you about me and can't nobody approach me about you. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. You know how they say, you know, it ain't about what a motherfucker telling you about me it's about why they feel so comfortable telling you mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying yeah, exactly so i'll be on that sort of thing and i've never felt that way with you i always feel like you've been solid and thorough through the whole time and i really love and admire and appreciate that you know same here i appreciate the um loyalty and um trust and respect that i get from you you know 
And but um, I want to ask you something. Um, but I want to answer it first because I don't want to forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so the question that I pose is. What has this experience with us, um, you know, recording this podcast, what has it taught you about our, our friendship? Um, and I want to say that what this experience has taught me about our friendship, um, that, okay, so as friends, you know what I'm saying, it's like we were, you know what I'm saying, we just go through a lot of life experiences together, we experiencing it together. You know, we be like, we think we are we are so much alike. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We we do we almost exactly like we do the same shit. You know what I'm saying? And so now that we got this podcast, I see a lot of shit. It be like, no, we real different. We think different on a lot of shit. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It be some shit like, did you feel like that? I thought we. You know what I'm saying? Or I thought you. I feel like you don't feel like this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And it be some shit. We really be. You know what I'm saying? On two different sides of the spectrum with it, you know? And I didn't realize that until recording this, until we actually, instead of us, you know what I'm saying, just having drunk discussions to be like, yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? No, we actually have to have a discussion and come to either a a median or something, or we have to talk about it, you know? Right. Um, And it always come down to, it end up being like, all right, well... A lot of times it's like, okay, well, this is your stance, this is your stance, but I'm not saying no, I bet you wrong, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm not you're not saying no, I bet you wrong. It's like, okay, we agree to disagree. Mm-hmm. You know, you I see, I you feel like this about it, and I see where you coming from. And then you be like, and I see where you coming from. So I, I we we respectfully disagree. Yeah. And a lot of times shit don't be a respectful disagreement. It be I don't really fuck with what the fuck you saying, but I'm just, whatever, we just going to forget about that until mm-hmm. it come up again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we really get to the point where it's like you feel like this about it, I feel like that, and they're both fine. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That that's all of that's cool. You know what I'm saying? We not about to come to blows over this shit. Right. Um, I'm not about to disown you. It's not about to make me not be a friend. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, we we really do di- think differently. You know, right. and that surprises me um, because, like I said, we've been joint like this. So sometimes it seems like we think a lot similar. Right. We do think a lot similar, but we think a lot differently too. Mm-hmm. And the fact that we can think that way and still come back and have our same ass relationship is dope as fuck. Because a lot of times people only like people. That agree with them, mm-hmm. you know, or that they agree with. Right. Yeah, and I definitely feel you on that. And one of the other things that I learned, other than you being a freak bitch, was. Oh! <laughs> was. <laughs> that you are. Um, no, I'm fucking with you, but because I already knew he's a freak bitch. But <laughs> um, definitely that your opinion really does make me sort of look at things differently than what I would have expected to look at them. You know what I mean? And your opinion has always mattered to me, of course, but a person, you're one of the only people that when you say something, you can really make me sit back and think like, damn, you know what I'm saying? She right. A lot of the times when I talk to people, shit, even when I say something to, you know, like my parents or, you know, somebody that's older than me or a quote unquote big homie or something like that. Mm-hmm. I'll be firm in my stance or whatever, but 
when you say something just because I know one, you have my best interest at heart. And then two, you say things and I know that they're genuine and I know that they're real. You'll really make me consider a lot of shit that I never really thought of. You be pulling the fuck out of my car. Mm. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> For real, you be pulling the fuck out of my car and you really see things in me that I didn't really see in myself. So I definitely learned that with this podcast that you know a lot of things and you know me in some ways better than I know myself. You know mm. what I mean? Because you, I guess they kind of can say when you are looking at something, uh, I don't want to say on the outside looking in, but for lack of a better word or term, I'm going to say that. I'm going to use that. But you're able to see things that I may not recognize, mm. you know? Right. And it'd be certain things and certain shit that you say, whatever. Like, I never even thought of that. Or I never really considered myself that. Because I really just be feeling like a just regular ass girl or a certain shit that I say is oh, well, it's validated because this or whatever and you be like no bitch that's kind of not right that's toxic that's fucked up and don't be doing that because that ain't cool or that mm. ain't right or whatever and you really be pulling my card on that shit and I can really appreciate that and it really give me a think piece and it really causes me to really take a look at myself and reevaluate shit you know a lot of the things that you say stick with me and reside with me you know because sometimes when I'm thinking about certain shit and events or whatever like that my memory be foggy but everything that you've ever said to me I 100% remember and I keep it with me and I really take it into consideration and I've made certain changes because of certain shit that you said mm -hmm. and it took for me to really do this podcast and know that you had that effect on me and that I really, 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 really validate and want your opinion on a lot of shit with me, you know, and maybe I knew that, but I just didn't realize it until this podcast and it just didn't really register with me. You know, certain shit you'll know, but you don't really doing on you for real. Uh -huh, Especially yeah. when we talk about certain shit like relationships, death, things like that. This podcast and doing this with you really made me notice and recognize that. Like, damn, you know what I'm saying? A lot of the times when you say certain shit, you be 100% right. And you be 100% one point. And it'd be like, damn, I never even took the time to consider it from that point of view. Or that this person may feel like this. Or they may have taken it like that, you know? So that really did that for me with this podcast, you know, and just talking to you and kicking it with you, just like how we normally would kick it, but for a podcast and for content sake, right. it's like, all right, I'm going to say this and I'm going to let her know this. So I'm going to tell her, all right, that wasn't cool. That was wrong. That was this. That was that. And it's like, damn, all right. I didn't know she felt like that. I didn't know it seemed like that, but it's definitely something to take into consideration and it's something that I may want to change, you know? And because I have so much respect for you and- how I feel about you and that I know that you kick real shit and that you are going to tell me something that's going to benefit me. That's going to give me the motivation to want to adjust it. You know what I mean? And take a look into it and say like, Hey, maybe this is something that I can consider doing, you know? So it definitely did that for me. I appreciate you holding my opinion in, you know what I'm saying? In high regard. Definitely. You know? Um, I do. I really appreciate that stuff that I say. You know what I'm saying? You actually consider. You, yeah, you be pulling the fuck out of my car, bitch. You, you do. You do. It's, it's, it's only... It's I only, like it. It's mm -hmm. only the, for, the, for your betterment. But, um, yeah, like... And, you know, you heard me say this before, and I'll be like, you know, I'll... We'll have a conversation, you know what I'm saying? It might even be on wax, you know what I'm saying? We'll have a conversation, and I'll come back, and I'll be like... All right. I don't want you to feel attacked or anything. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not saying that you're wrong. You know what I'm saying? I just just want to offer a different view. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never feel like your delivery is attacky at all. But I know I can come off strong sometimes. But yeah. And 
but some people feel like that though you know if you not if you um some people feel if a person is talking to them a certain way or they don't even have to be talking to them a certain way Mm -hmm. if they just um don't like what's being said to them they're going to automatically feel attacked and it internalize it on some Rory and Rory and Joe Button shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It may not even be, I don't mean to, I don't, I don't mean to um make you feel this way, but just just because of my disposition to you, it's automatically coming off like that. Right. And I appreciate that you don't jump to that first. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of it has to do with chip being a latchkey kid and that translating over into adulthood as far as I'm used to it being just me and me having to make my own decisions and look out for myself. It really ain't nobody around to tell me shit. You know what I'm saying? Like whatever I'm doing right, wrong or indifferent is nobody really around to dispute that. You know what I mean? As far as, you know, relationships go and everything like that. I need somebody around to tell me like, all right, that was a little fucked up. That was wrong. That's a little toxic. You could have handled that better. You shouldn't have really said that. That was insensitive. Be a little bit more damselly. Be a little bit more considerate. Be a little bit more sensitive. I need somebody around to tell me that because I've, you know what I'm saying, been on my own or, you know what I'm saying, semi on my own for as long as I can fucking remember. Mm-hmm. So it's nobody around to dispute or refute anything that I'm saying or doing. So for me, that's something that I do know and that I am aware of. So to hear that, especially from someone that I do hold in a high regard and someone that I do know has my best interest at heart, is something that I happily accept and embrace, you know? And it's not always things that I want to hear, but I know that it's needed. And I know that I need to have a different perspective because I'm a goal in life. Like, bitch, I'm right and that's the fuck it. And it's not always the case, you know? So it's big of you to admit that too, you know, to even admit that you, you know, to even admit that you can, um, that you would just go along with your own program. You know what I'm saying? Then that's, that that's not always right. That's so big, you know, because some people just be like, Shit, I do what the fuck I want to do. And that's it. Or mm. I'm doing what I need to do. Or I got, I'm doing, I'm doing what I got to do for me. I I, I got to do this for me, you mm. know? Um, and I had that attitude as well, you know. Yeah, but I've you look attitude. where you at now, though. Mm-hmm. You know, you done, you know, grew out of it. It's it's grown as grown grown people that still got that mentality. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, definitely. But I think that, especially going with the shit that we've been through in the last year, you know, with the pandemic and with us being so vulnerable and susceptible to mm-hmm. death and shit that didn't happen and shit we've experienced it's also shedding a new light on a lot of things as well so i'm not exactly sure at what precise moment i came to that realization but you know i could definitely say that maybe that has something to do with it and just having extra time to self-reflect and look at shit within myself that i could really adjust or change or yeah. you yeah. know look at in a different perspective you know and i do you know flock to people that are smart and really have some actual things of substance to say and i feel like you're one of those people so if you're saying something as opposed to a regular bitch on the street that either i just met or a bitch that i've known for a long time and i know they ain't really the person for that Mm -hmm. to be giving advice or you know life quotes and you know day-to-day and shit you know like if i know you're not that or if i feel like you're not that 
when you say certain shit to me, I'm not going to accept it the same way as if it would come from a you or, you know, somebody else that I hold in high regard. And I feel like can really keep me on my toes and call me on my bullshit and pull the fuck out of my cart, you know? Right. So definitely it does depend on the messenger, you know? Yeah. It, it always depends on the messenger. Even yeah. going back to the Derrick Jackson shit, you know, C- certain shit that he says and does is something to be looked at. It is correct. And it is that, but knowing what we know now, it's like, we can't even accept the same message from you. But since you've a per- since you are a person that has always been thorough, I can accept that from you and really take it into consideration and look at it for real. You know, I appreciate that. And I'm just, I don't know. I, I just, I had these weird ass moments when I sit back and think and just see where I was and see where I'm at and see where you were and see where you're at. And I feel like there's a lot of growth. In both aspects, me you know? too. Same. I, I see the growth For in real. you. I see the growth in you, and I really love it. You know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, we mushy as hell. This is a real dick sucking moment. I'm a dick suck my bitch. <laughs> slurp, slurp. I don't give a fuck when nobody gotta say the fuck. Like, it don't matter because this is my bitch. But I just feel like that sort of thing has to be said, especially when we're talking about friendship and yeah. you know where we've come. So, speak. Speaking of, let me just say. Before I even say that, let me just tell you, I never flip on you like Rory did, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> but what I wanted to say while we in a while we in the dick sucking mood, um, you made me feel so good yesterday. Just um, bitch, I'm about to cry right now. Like <laughs> for real. First of all, you know, um, you done been to every single event that I done had. You know what I'm saying? Like you never can not make it. You always there. You know, mm-hmm. and then you not just always when I see you coming come in the door bitch it was like you had an S on your chest <laughs> because you you know you came in repping the brand and you know what I'm saying uh-huh. and you just just repping the brand bitch you know what I'm saying then um you know they was um doing like shout outs they shouted out all the vendors um, on the mic and shit and as soon as you heard Alex this bitch went nuts y'all <laughs> She was the only loud bitch in the building. She was the only one by herself, like, yeah, right? And I'm, I'm blushing a little bit, embarrassed, like, turning red. But I'm like, like that meme when the bitch was like, I'm like, that's my bitch right there. That bitch ride for her bitch no matter what. She don't care what the setting is. She don't give a fuck who around, what's the occasion. Y'all about to know that this is my bitch and I'm right. Like, for real, that shit almost brought a tear to my eye. I'm like, man, this is my bitch. For real. For real. That bitch right. For real. And it just warmed my heart to just hear you being shouted out and your brand being shouted out on the microphone. So that was like a a moment for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it was like when I heard your name and I heard your name being shouted on the microphone. I'm like, oh, they up here, they up here shouting on my bitch. Wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> hold up, hold on, how did they shit? Wait a stop, stop the fucking press. You know what I'm saying? So for me, hearing that was just another validation. Like my bitch really got her own business, got her own brand, really networking, establishing herself, selling things to people. And she created it. She started it from the ground up. She's making this shit. She's hand making this shit. She's putting the flavors and the smells and everything together. And she's providing 
things to people. She's performing a service and really have a business established. So for me, hearing it on the microphone or whatever, hearing your brand being shouted out, that shit just sparked something in me. Like, damn, <laughs> my bitch shouted out. That just really made me feel good in that aspect. So it was just part of an emotional thing too for me. You know what I mean? And it just kind of was like, hold on, wait a minute. I'm just, hold on. Just, just stop the fucking press. So I was in the middle of like buying some shit or yeah, something like that. Yeah, you buying a drink. Yeah, yeah, I was getting a drink. And, then, and, and literally. And that motherfucker just said your name. And I was like, oh, oh, I was there to shut him out, bitch. <laughs> hold on. Because I, I, I really wasn't expecting them to do that. Like I didn't. I think they may have shouted out some shit, but I didn't really pay no attention until she said they looked. Honestly, uh-huh. I just so you, like, you just think it was a shout out out of nowhere, like, yeah. period. Yeah. I like, I just wanted it to be known, bitch. They love's in the fucking building. And Man. that's that. Girl, I, I just, I love you so much because you, you ride for my shit like it's yours. You know yeah, what I'm saying? For real. Shit, bitch, I want you to flourish. And that's the thing, like, bitch, I feel like. If one shine, you know what I'm saying, we all shine. Right. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. I just always been for that togetherness and that women empowerment and us uplifting each other and shit like that. That shit just makes me feel so good. Yeah. They make me feel like, damn, like, oh my God, this is my bitch and she doing it and she networking and it's really her fucking day and she having a good ass time talking, uh, you know, talking her shit, popping her shit. And, you know, having people come up to her and inquiring about the brand and she could tell them like, damn, I handmade this. This is made special with this flavor in mind and you know what I'm saying you could get this for your female and you know you could be the you know you the center of uh, setting the whole mood you know what I'm saying motherfuckers talking about lighting a candle and shit they lighting the eight candle to All set right. the mood set the tone you know what I'm saying I really feel like a, a part of that I feel like that's special and I just feel like that's some amazing shit to me like that's amazing for me you know so definitely and I'm just so proud and it's like when I heard your name being shouted out, it just it, it was something came over me. It was like a fucking it's like the Holy Spirit or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know, but fuck that. I'm gonna rip my bitch wherever I go. Fuck that. I love you, girl. Love you. I was thinking you about real. that shit to the end. Like, oh my god, this bitch might gonna be like, she's so fucking ghetto, but oh well. <laughs> oh well. Oh well, she be alright. Fuck that. Look, it was like for a tinge of a second, I was, and I was, I was like, oh my god, and I'm like, so what? That's my bitch. So, yep, that right there, you can tell that's my bitch. Mm-hmm. We but, each other's bitches. Because what, what? <laughs> I know you, and I know you, you kind of, you don't really like, and I don't really like attention either and shit like that, but when it comes to you, I don't really give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if I want to rep you or whatever, it's like, all right, whatever. But I know you really don't like attention and shit like that. I'm like, oh, this bitch gonna cuss me out, but I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> fuck it. I couldn't even get mad. Like, it's my bitch. Fuck it. it. We repping. Mm-hmm. And even the bitch on the mic was like, bitch, Right. Bitch, rep. Rep. Rep, bitch. Rep's up. And like, after we do that, everybody else friend want to be like, ah, 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 
two people or three people like the Joe Button podcast enough consistently, you 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 find out shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You hear different dynamics and stuff. You know what I'm saying? So you might have heard something where we might not have ended this on the best note, but at the, you know what I'm saying? The next week you hear a and right. it's like nothing never happened. You right. know? This is why we are the way we are. Right, right, right. And it's natural to go through that sort of shit. I mean, everybody not going to agree on everything. That's just a part of life. I mean, mm-hmm. if life was like that, life would be boring yeah. at the same time, too. So, you know, you're going to have your differences. You're going to have your turmoil. But the important part is to know that the friendship is worth more than petty arguments, mm-hmm. disagreements, money. You know what I'm saying? Bullshit. It, like, it, it, the essence of the friendship and having someone that you love and care about and that you know is there for you, it trumps all that. It trumps all that. And if you know that and you keep that importance there and you realize, damn, there's a person that, you know, we may have had a disagreement. This person may have gotten on my nerves or whatever, but the essence of the friendship and treasuring the friendship, that shit don't really matter at the end of the day, you know? That's mm-hmm. why I hope about they, they work their issues out that they're having, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just kind of be like, all right, you know? And I get that their situation may be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Their notoriety for the podcast is a little bit different. Who they are is a little bit different. But at the same time, the essence of the friendship is still all the same. The person and people that you know for a fact love you and ride for you is still the same. It's still the same concept in that regard. So you should be able to find some sort of common ground to where, all right, our friendship and our bond is more important than what the fuck else is going on. And we should be able to find a way to overlook certain shit and be able to get over certain shit. Even if that means y'all are not together on the podcast even more, but kept the friendship. You know what I'm saying? Right, yeah. So... Shouts out to them. Shouts out to us. Shouts out to us. Um, Said you was over there turning beat red. That's funny. I was. I swear, my first reaction, look, my first reaction was like, oh my God. And I'm like, Um, then my head was like, that's my bitch. (laughs) Yes, that's my bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, I got used to it. I'm like, now she know damn well yelling like that. I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. it, Fuck it. Give it to me. Give it to me. That. Bill Gates and nobody wasn't in the building, girl. This all, we, we all to, y'all know the culture, y'all know the vibes. What's up? They know them for real now mm-hmm. that you yelled at your ass out. It's my bitch. Ah. Well, yeah, um, that's that's the story of Otto and Queen P. Yeah, for sure. Part of the story. To be continued. Yeah, we can't say a lot of this shit on air. You know what I mean? Like, catch us at a live show or something. Um, you know, catch us on Patreon. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't no Patreon yet. We talking shit, but to, speaking of two existence, yeah, yes. definitely. It's it will gonna be, be a Patreon. It will be in the future. future. It's gonna be a Patreon. Pay for this shit. <laughs> Damn it. So we can keep this good content coming. Oh, I get dirty as hell on Patreon. Oh, right. Oh, y'all gonna pay for it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Really. Yeah. You get all these fucking vibes. You get all these secrets. All this dirty, nasty talk. Whatever y'all wanna get. This pussy talk. Real. I post a titty on it or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. How that shit go? No, you ain't supposed to tell you. It's not OnlyFans. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Unless you want to do OnlyFans. Wrong platform. Okay. <laughs> but yes, that's the story of Auto and Queen P, sort of. Right. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah, definitely. But um, it's time to get down to business. Yeah. Black business, to be exact. And a little bit of backstory on this, because baby... Bay, bay. She got me right at the Black Business Expo, and we talking about no other than icy delights. Now, sis got Patron 
frozen daiquiris. She got virgin drinks as well, but who the fuck wants that? Unless you like 12. But <laughs> she had some bomb-ass drinks at the Black Business Expo. Her personality was very welcoming, inviting, and I really enjoyed her as well as her drinks because I bought like four or five of them bitches. Yes. As well support, as a shot. Support. And definitely she kept me right. Okay. So our first black business owner is Icy.delights on Instagram. And that's at Icy, I-C-E-E dot delights, D-E-L-I-G-H-T-S. Virgin and adult drinks. Um, she does have Patron margaritas. She did state also that she does birthday parties, baby showers, and any other gathering that you want to do as far as like a group of people. She'll come to you. She'll cater the event and get you and the party right. Mm. You know? Mm. And of course, if you're not into alcohol or whatever, you know, if you ever formed, you know, member of the Alcoholics Anonymous, you know, association and you want to get your virgin drink on, or if you're not into that shit, you can do a virgin slushy as well because they are really good, made with real fruit. Um, you know, she makes them made to order, mm. nice, fresh. You're getting a good frozen drink. They ain't all melted and shit by the time you get to you. Right. And the drinks were really good. She had a bunch of different flavors, strawberry. Um, she had the blueberry. Um, it's like lime and shit available, but you know, she had mostly like blueberry, strawberry, and like um she had chocolate fan too. Something like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. She had a bunch of different flavors available, but whatever you like, she could definitely cater and specialty make those drinks. And again, that's IC with two E's dot delights on Instagram, our black business owner of the week. And she definitely is the one. You know, shouts out to her. Threw the free drink in there at the end after I, you know, was uh, patronizing her through the whole expo. But <laughs> she was just real, like, you know, personable and talked about the business and kicked it. And just, you know, I'm big on customer service and actually building a bit of a rapport with the people that I'm dealing with. And she was good for that. Yeah. And shout out to her, um, she for real, because she, um, she, um, I'm going to uh, make sure she has to, I'm going to definitely have to put her on the um, Delicate Dominance page because sis came over, you know, our tables was um, next to each other, kind of mm-hmm. close to each other. And she wanted to, um, you know, buy a candle. Um, and she was asking me about a form of payment. Do I take a form of payment that I currently did not at the time? Mm-hmm. And so, you know, some people during the thing, because, you know, some of these people are doing this for years. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not completely in a year yet, you know? So I'm catching up with some shit. Um, some people were um, more, I'm, uh, I don't want to say judgy, but similar to judgy, you know what I mean? And did not offer information. She knew, she said, she was like, you don't take this as such as that. I'm like, no. She was like, girl, you got to get this. And then she actually took time out of what she was doing, showed me what to get, showed me the app, you know what I'm saying? Explained to me, you need to get this and da 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 you know what I'm saying? And I didn't, I didn't, well, she, I mean, she, you went over there and bought it, but she didn't see me buy shit from her, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, She don't owe me nothing, you know? Like, I, sp- I maybe spoke to her, but we didn't. We didn't touch like that for her to come over and patronize me. And she did buy some, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then not only to, to buy something, but to really offer me some useful ass information. Yeah. You know, I really appreciated that. She was so nice. She was nice. And she just her reaching that hand down. I like, says, let me tell you about this so you can get a leg up, you know? Right. 
everybody ain't doing that. Right. Yeah, definitely. She was cool as hell. And you know, she I'm, was. I'm not big on motherfuckers <laughs> withholding information and shit like mm-hmm. that because they scared that you might, you know, use it, uh, yeah, use it, you know, and fuck with they bag or whatever. Like, since we in two different lanes, we doing two different things. We got two different demographics. We got two different, you know, sets of customers. Like, nobody's going to step on your toes. If you got some information that you think could be useful, pass it on. Right. And the thing is that that sort of karma and that sort of withholding shit or whatever, it don't really, it's not really good on you as far as the energy, you know, as far right. as the karma and good things being brought back upon you, as yeah. far as you doing a good deed and offering useful information that you might have. If right. you withhold it and you withholding it on purpose, that's trash for your karma that's trash for your energy and that's just not how you want to live your life you know right so you know again she was very personable i'm big on customer service she was cool as hell she even hooked me up with a to-go drink when you know the expo was wrapping up and it was time to go and i went over there i was like damn you know i know everybody wrapping up about to go or whatever i think you about to go i wanted another drink she like i ain't even unplugged the blenders yet i'm technically still open what you want i'm like you know you the one you know what i'm saying right yeah you the one like and especially because they was wrapping up early as hell they start wrapping up early as fuck i'm like damn the shit i'm like money. y'all want this money you know i'm saying get this fucking money like it's gonna be last many motherfuckers coming around and try to look at shit they didn't get a chance to look at exactly. like you 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 fucking work until it's time to clock out right you know that's just what i don't know i'm just uh motherfucker that just I've always been that way. Like I'm, I'm trying to get this bread, this bread. But yes, I see two e's dot delights. Hit her up. Summertime is fucking coming. You are going to want a nice, sexy, good slushy drink. She make her drinks with real fruit on top. Or if you don't want the real fruit, she can make it without it. Like I said, version with alcohol, without alcohol. However you want the drinks made, she can make a drink special for you so definitely hear her up yes. icy delights hear her up y'all she um nice setup too nice yes. and clean and mm-hmm. eye-catching and yeah and personal like i said personal personable um so if you do get a chance to check her out did you did you you gave it the app right yes of course i can give it again though mm-hmm. at icy with two e's dot delights on instagram so if you get a chance to check her out please let her know the delicate dominance section of course, yes, that referral. And tell her that the girl at the Black Business Expo that was buying all the drinks and had did the shot. Hey, girl, it was me. <laughs> right. How you doing? <laughs> so she told me, oh, you want an extra shot in, in your drink or whatever? I was like, yeah, I do, but I'm going to go ahead and buy an extra shot to just take on a humble. <laughs> so give me that shot and then pour another shot in my drink, too. <laughs> uh-uh. Bitch, I was Two bitch, extra shots. Okay, I'm a slut. Give me that. <laughs> On my pop smoke shit for real because honey yeah she was the one it was lit too for real and that's the thing too like i'm drawn to people in their energy i Mm, noticed that you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. if you give good energy and you give good vibes and your body language and your you know the way that you speak and the way that you come off feels good and inviting i'm gonna come back for more Mm -hmm. i'm coming for more give me some of you <laughs> like you know i feed off good energy yeah, i love that right and she just you know had it that yeah. like yeah you did that for me so definitely black business owner of the week oh that was a long plug it was because i really fucked with her and i said <laughs> i was gonna do that too because i really 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 enjoyed 
what she had to offer. I like her. Yeah. And before wait, before we get into anything too, quick shout out to motherfucking the little candle house rock nation three two one who was in the building as well. Yes, she was. All those motherfucking candle sister. Okay, that's why we calling her her candle sister because I tell that bitch I'm like, look, bitch, it's a black expo. A lugs is in the building. That motherfucker gonna be a bender. What's up? What you doing? I know you be working. I'm just sending this on the humble. If you can make it, try to make it. She like, bitch, I'm on vacation. What's up? I'm there. <laughs> I said, come through. You know, I love it. And yeah, so, she was there. Yeah, gotta give she another shout there. out to the little candle house. And Rock she was Nation. there and she made purchases. Yes. There to support. Mm-hmm. She fucked with the other black business owners. You know what I'm saying? She bopped around with me. You know what I'm saying? Got something from you. Got a couple things from you and shit and just really be showing love and that's what i'll be talking about Genuine showing love. love so shouts out to our bitch friend of the show rock nation 321 who was in the building that came to support and show love i just warms my soul yes Shout and out. i ain't sell shit at the expo and i'm loving it <laughs> like <laughs> real i love it i thought you you ain't no pussy <laughs> I mean that was next. Yeah. <laughs> if I had one more of them motherfucking little daiquiris, that was next. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, shout out to uh Rock Nation 321 slash the little candle house. Yeah. She really has been showing out and showing love. And we, you know what I'm saying, as mm-hmm. as candle sisters, we've been kind of looking out for each other too. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Um, so um this week's I wish someone would have told me. Woo! Um, our everything here today is kind of centering around the Black Business Expo that we attended. So I'm gonna keep the same energy here with that. So we went to this um expo and you know they had a lot of different tables. They had a, a lot of friends of the show, uh Hands of Love. Hey by, uh, Samantha Stimulation. Yeah, I, you still want me a massage dog. <laughs> she was in the building. Um, what it was, um, it was a young lady. She was sitting right behind me. Um, she was, she had homemade ties, like bow ties, regular ties. And they look real, real good. She said she made them homemade. She's not buying them. And cause people think that you're buying other shit and selling it. You know what I'm saying? Which a lot of bitches do. Yeah. yeah. But she was like, you know, no, I made these by hand. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, oh, I got a funny uh, story about her, but go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, she had me fucking dying laughing because when sis got up there to do one of the spoken word poetries, she almost bust her ass and we was laughing at her bold as hell. She got up oh, there yeah, yeah, and yeah, was I trying to that. walk in these high ass heels. Sis was cute. Sis was bad bitch for sure. But the heels just wasn't made. These heels wasn't made for walking. <laughs> and sis got up there and almost took a dive, bitch. And one of the gentlemen that was on the side had to help her up or whatever. And I'm like, oh shit, sis, don't bust your ass. So she turned around and was like, no, for real, no, some real shit. Don't bust your ass. <laughs> and we both just kind of laughed at that because, you know, niggas was peeping it but was trying not to say nothing. But, like, when it's that blatant, eh, you know. you like, somebody got to say something. Somebody got to say something, nigga, because I'm expecting you to laugh at me. Like, bitch, I fucking trip, fall, do dumb shit. I'm, I'm clumsy as hell, nigga, and I'm expecting niggas to laugh at me, nigga. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to return the favor. But anyway. Sorry. <laughs> um. Yeah, so um, they had the cheesecake lady in there, the cheesecake vendor. Yep. There was somebody there selling jewelry, um, just a food, a lot of different stuff. The dinners, yeah. Um, so you know what caught Otto's eye first? Hmm. The edible table, of course. Of course. Of course, the edible table. So um, went over to get some edibles from the edible table, and they had some shit i never seen before. Uh, speaking of um, uh, Flame Hot Cheetos, um. Oreos, they call them Stonios. Yeah, Lay's. Yeah, yeah, like Kit Kats or some shit. Yeah, she had ruffles. She had all type of weed snacks like Mm -hmm. that. 
So I'm eating uh, these Flaming Hot Cheetos, you know what I'm saying? Preferably probably like a bag of regular Flaming Hot Cheetos, you know what I'm saying? Because they tasted fairly normal. Right. Kicking it with my sister or whatever. She had a bag of chips. So we, we no, no lie, we do wait like, I guess, about three, four hours. She like, this ain't really working like that. I don't think, I don't feel it. I don't, she was like, I don't feel it. I just don't feel it. I don't think it's working. I'm like, damn, for real, you feel like that? I'm like, yeah, it's just, it's just not working. I was like, damn, I might as well just finish off this bag then. Since they ain't working, I might as well get all I can. I looked up, I finished the bag. I feel like I looked up half a second later and I was in the no worries video. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was so fucked up, man. Like, you seen me, bitch. I was fucked up. Yeah, like, out of here. I'm like, I don't know what's about to happen. I'm like, shit, I might have to be going to the hospital. Shit. Oh my God. You've been smoking too long for that. <laughs> hey, smoking, exactly. Not eating edibles. Well, I haven't eaten edibles for a while, but shit, that shit. Which leads me to, I wish someone would have told me. And like all of our, I wish someone would tell me, somebody told me this shit. <laughs> yes. But it took to some major shit to happen for me to actually realize it. Do not exceed the recommended dosage of these fucking edibles, like for real, because you will end up fucked the fuck up. Do not exceed the recommended dosage. I don't care how experienced you are, because I can um, smoke the house off a chimney in West Bloomfield. Come on. But. You cannot consume an innumerable amount of edibles. It just don't, it don't, as many blunts as you can smoke, you can't eat as many edibles. It don't work like that. So my sound advice is do not exceed the recommended dosage of the edibles. If you do, I say at least wait six hours. I'm going to say a solid six hours because that shit punched and kicked me five hours later. I don't know. Square in the asshole. So... Don't just look at that shit and scoff at it like, I'm a real nigga. I could take all of this even though it's only take an eighth of it. <laughs> do, what they, do what they say. Do what they say. Follow the instructions on the label. Or you're going to mm-hmm. end up like me. I was it, I was asleep like this. Dead in the like, chair. Literally, like for it's real. Sleep standing up. I do want to pose a question. Now, Lucis, shouts out to BLB, you know, I'm so dark for show, friend of the show, but did she have the Cheetos as well, or did she just have the Doritos? She just had the Doritos. See, no, 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 no. She had the Ruffles too. See, and that's what I want to pose as well. Now, when we think about chips and we think about Ruffles versus Doritos versus Cheetos, Cheetos, they all small ass bags or whatever like that. If we're thinking about a small little, what we used to call a 25 cent bag, but the bitches is really 59 cent now. But when we're thinking about the small bags of Ruffles versus Doritos versus Cheetos, you're going to get more Cheetos than Doritos. Them bags be full of fucking air. Yeah. And you're probably going to get maybe six Doritos in a bag. You yeah. feel me? Yeah, As opposed right. to Cheetos, by them being smaller, you're going to have more. So I feel like you consumed more than what she did. Mm. And I also feel like she was kind of capped. You was higher <laughs> than what the fuck you were saying, bro. She was higher than what she was trying to let off. She was fried. She was out of here and in the bed. And right like after that. Eight o'clock. Yeah. So I'm not even about to play with her either. You know what I'm saying? So I just wanted to do, just take that into consideration as well. Because the Lay's versus the Doritos, she probably had 10 chips and all. You know what I'm right. saying? Yeah. Like, as opposed to you eating a full ass 25 cent bag of Doritos, but they all medicated. Mm, hot Cheetos, yeah. That's uh-huh. going to put you on your ass. 
But you fucked up because you should have known better. <laughs> I never had edible chips. You should have known better. <laughs> you should have known chips. better. So that shit translate the edible cakes, cookies, and shit, drinks. That shit all translate in chip form. The amount that you would, the the amount that you would take in drink chip or form. cookie, yeah, you would divide that up in chip form. So if you only do a half of a cupcake, bitch, you're gonna eat maybe ten Cheetos. That's it, or whatever. You know, that's all. Have a bag. You you was really eating them bitches and snacking on them bitches like they was regular twenty five cent bag of Cheetos, and I didn't appreciate it. I definitely was, bitch. You, you, you ain't stopped me, bitch, until it was too fucked. I didn't see you snacking on them bitches, bitch. Look, look, no, that's what I'm saying. Look, I didn't even know the bag was empty until I looked at that shit, and there was three chips left in there. I'm like, what the fuck happened? And I was like, might as well finish these. Yeah, I was like, what the? I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't notice that you were eating them bitches like that until they were gone. Like I did not pee. I'm like, I would have said something like, since you might want to slow down on that. Period. Cause edibles, no edibles, ain't no hoe. Yeah, I know. I I knew that. I, I I don't know why I didn't do better. And shout out to one of my little homies. She thought that this shit was a game too when she consumed a full ass edible brownie and they had to take that bitch to the hospital because she was <laughs> in convulsions <laughs> and shit. And they had to send her ass out of school on a stretcher and shit. Mm-mm. I've talked about that on a previous podcast, but you know, shout out to her too. <laughs> She's doing well now. <laughs> but that's good to hear. Definitely. So that's that's um, you get two. Wish someone had told me. The first one is don't exceed the recommended dose. The second one is if you're getting edible chips, get hot Cheetos because it's probably more THC in there. Mm-hmm. And don't listen to your little sister telling you that they not hot because they was capped. Yeah. She was knocked out. She done. <laughs> and lady, you, you may have been higher, though. No, mm-hmm. I, I probably. You were higher. Yeah. I felt like it. You were. She popped right up this morning. <laughs> Uh, it's morning for real made me feel dim but um thank y'all for uh, kicking it with us and staying here on this journey with us today um please follow us on all of our platforms um subscribe and rate leave a comment leave a five star rating all of those things um Hit us up and email us if you want to talk shit, if you got some advice, if you want to hear some advice from us, or if you just want to tell us about how we ain't shit, (laughs) you can hit us up there. Um, That's DelicateDominance at Gmail. Um, And also, if you want to interact with us on Instagram, please do so at Podcast, D-E-L-D-O-M-M-E podcast on Instagram, as well as the official Twitter handle. Delicate Dominance podcast page handle is at Delicate Dom Pod. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yes, that's it. That is it. That is all. All right. So um, until next time, it's been Auto and Queen P, and it's been Delicate Dominance. We'll highlight y'all later. Mwah. Thank you for listening. Bye. Yeah. So you just see. Females out there getting it for themselves and shit. And I just get think it'll get to a point to where you will want to want that for yourself. You know, so it's just it's 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 just so, it's weird to put yourself in that position and just give up all your power. That's all. Yeah. But maybe it's not giving up all your power, though. You know, maybe you might be thinking about it the wrong way. Maybe. Know? Maybe. Maybe it's not giving up all your power. Well, yeah, this is a conversation that we can have. And have and have, and it is a fucking decade 
century long conversation that has been being had yeah, that we can go yeah. on about but just do whatever is right for you basically you know in your relationship for sure yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Well, let's uh, pop over into the black business. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Black business. Come through. Come through. What we got this week? So, we are highlighting the black business. And this was another uh, black business from the Black Business Expo that we attended a few weeks back. Okay. And this is who I got my detox teas from. Okay. Got all the good shit for you. Um, I've tried a couple of them or whatever. And, um, you know, kind of feeling very detoxish. You know, I was very cleansing and everything. The sea moss um, is what I've been doing so far. Mm-hmm. So I haven't got a chance to delve into the rest of them yet. But I will be giving updates on those. But definitely follow this young queen. IG is embrace the and that's t-h-e-e journey embrace the journey and um she's a personal trainer blogger writer speaker life coach wellness and zumba instructor um and of course you know like i stated she had the teas and everything as far as cleansing and detoxing oh she got the tea yeah she got the tea on the mm-hmm. teas mm-hmm. and um you can definitely hit her up um she has a website as well as of course the instagram if you want more information on some of the teas and things that she has to offer as far as, you know, wellness, as far as body, mind, and spirit. She is uh, specializing in all that. Mm-hmm. So um, she's doing the online Zuma classes right now. She did inform me um, to sign up. Of course, you can kind of reach out to her via DM. She'll give you prices and scheduling as far as that. Once outside is fully back open and they're able to do in-person Zumba, she said that will be back on. But she's just all about health and wellness. So mm-hmm. I'm definitely for that, our black business owner. Yes, embrace the journey on IG. Um, of course, the uh, email is the same. Uh, embrace the journey at gmail.com and embrace the journey uh, for the official website. So definitely hit her up. Wellness and life coach. Sounds beautiful. Yes, black business on tap. And about that self-care. Yes, we all about self-care here at Delicate Down Pod. And, um... Really quick, just hopping into the quick wish someone would have told me. Um, and it's kind of based off of, you know, the game's post and just finding someone suitable for you. Um, I wish someone would have told me that find you a person that you have those soul ties with. Mm-hmm. Find someone who is worth it. Mm-hmm. Things like social media influences on you know different platforms and whatever you into if it be podcast interviews music or whatever like that different things find a way to work their way into your brain right and it may make you feel as if all right i was looking for this 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 and this but maybe i should be shooting for this 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 and that now granted you do want to of course upgrade your thinking there's nothing wrong with that but as far as fake relationship goes and fake soul ties and fake bonds to either one perpetuate an image that you see online or two just to settle with someone just to say you have someone just not the move you know right find you someone that's going to be suitable for you in your situation and if it is a person that's going to let you do you and still pay the bills 
<laughs> then that's what it is. Let it be that. And I do find that, you know, and I've, we've discussed this before. When you're taking in so many opinions, thoughts, and personalities online, it will fucking drive you crazy. Mm-hmm. So it's just best to kind of maneuver life in relationships based kind of on your own accord. Right. And what you're comfortable with and what you want. So don't let anybody else's relationship goals become your own. Formulate your own relationship Thanks. goals and dictate and build your relationship according to what the fuck you want. Right. So we all about self-care here. And that's, that goes for mental state as well. Because that's just as important as body and, you know, spirit. Mm-hmm. So definitely take care of your mind. And don't let outside influences have too much of a factor in a play on what you believe in and what's right for you. Right. So definitely wish someone would have told me because I've been guilty of that. Just seeing some shit and just being like, damn, I should be asking this out of a man. Or damn, I should be doing this or doing that or getting this or getting that. And it just be like, damn, sis, don't get too caught up into that to where you lose yourself mm-hmm. and lose what you want and what you value and what you feel like is important. And that's that. Right. Wish someone would have told me. Yes, baby. Yes. Yeah, quick word real quick. So, definitely we can uh, go on and put this puppy to bed. Lay this bitch down. Okay. So, you guys already know. So, hit us up on all of our social media platforms. And um, on all the listening platforms. Rate, comment, subscribe, like share all of those things if you want to see this send us an email and um tell us you disagree with something we said or you agree with something we said you can do so at delicate dominance at gmail.com please interact with us on instagram and our instagram is dale dom podcast d-e-l-d-o-m-m-e podcast on instagram and the twitter is official delicate dominance Twitter page handle is at delicate dom pod on Twitter. Like, rate, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a friend, tell a friend who, <laughs> and just take your friend's phone and put that shit on there <laughs> so it could pop up. Delicate Dominance podcast, new, new episode uploaded. Yeah, um, yeah, all of that. So, anything else, Queen? Nope, I am spent. All right, um. We out of this thing. It's been Delicate Dominance Podcast. Thank you for listening. It's Otto. And Queen P. And we'll see y'all next time. Thank you for listening. Bye.